thanks for tuning in to Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. You can find us at Facebook and Instagram under Cam and the Rev and then there's Jeff. Listen to us at any major podcast platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. Got a great show coming up for you guys today. Hope you enjoy. Okay, I'm sorry. You, you can't do that. The guy Did last night, my buddy, he was listening. <laughs> Dude, that Mark guy, yeah. he's got an awesome voice. <laughs> See, I, I tricked you again because I hit record before I hit the bumper music. Oh, really? Yeah, you just, son of a bitch. Yeah, that's, that's the way it works, guys. Yeah, You do have a good microphone voice. So, yeah, my hey, buddy of mine last like night it. at the house, he said, we're, we're talking about the podcast, and yeah. he goes, and by the way, he has a podcast, and I'll, we'll, I'll get into that later. But Shout him out. You know you okay. want to, you fuck. Ben Marshall, if you're listening, his uh, <laughs> his podcast is called The Burning Ship Society. Dope-ass name. And, that's uh, awesome, man. It's just him and his buddy, and I've been listening to it, and it's absolutely hilarious. It's just they talk about nothing, and it's just funny. Mm-hmm. But he was, listening, you, he was listening. He was listening to you guys, and he goes, uh, he he thought he 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 loved your like uh, your little quick like little comments and stuff. Your little like like the smart ass comments. Yeah, yeah, he loved it. He yeah, thought that was great. Yeah. He thought your laugh was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> he's like, I can't. This guy's laughing, and he goes, he's got a great voice for radio. He's got a great face for I radio too. Got a great too. face for radio. But <laughs> it was uh, it was it's very good. Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. <laughs> But it was so good, man. It was fun. <laughs> Much better looking though. Yeah. But anyway, less you know. red. Less red. Yeah. Less, less red. Yeah. Is, is red Lower. Didn't he die? Yeah, he's dead. Okay. No. Did he? Rush. I always do that, no, man. He died. Yeah. A I'll clown somebody, and yeah, he's like, he's, he's dead, or he's been dying, <laughs> or something. It's okay. I walked up in a restaurant the other day. The guy that's like a distant cousin of mine, and I, I haven't seen him in a while, and I walked up to him and I said, "Hey, man." He's he's real kind of awkward. I was like, "What's up, man? How you doing, man? Good, good." I said, "Man, how's your mom doing?" He goes, "Oh, she died." Oh, fuck. Just like that. And I went, oh, oh man, I am so is. sorry to hear that. I was like, he didn't even like. Oh, it didn't even help you out through the conversation. Out, oh, that He just sucks, like dude. let me drop right off the cliff. Oh. I was like, all right, good. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. I'm going to go over here and stab myself with a fork. <sighs> yeah, I've yeah. had a bad history of doing that. That's you, the guy you've one done time. that on here Have I? a few times. Not like to us, but about people in general. Uh, You're making comments about people. I was like, yeah, hey, man, they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Like Tank Abbott? Yeah. Tank died? No. Oh, wait, didn't he die? No, he didn't. Oh, he's not dying. Oh, my bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kyle reversed it. He, he just reversed well. Willie's oh, himself. I was about to say, Tank <laughs> Abbott's he thought he not died. dead. <laughs> no, we did. <laughs> we, he should be dead, probably. Yes. There, yeah, probably that makes no sense dead. that he's not dead. No. Dude, he was my favorite. Hey, shout out to Tank. Keep getting it, yeah, buddy. He's, yeah, he's probably uh, he's he's bare knuckle fighting. That's what it's all, all those like guys are gray doing. Gray beard now. and yeah, yeah. He's, anyway. he's doing bare knuckle, bare knuckle boxing. Two hundred plus undefeated street fights. <laughs> yeah, that's Tank. Now baby. Kimbo is dead. Kimbo is dead. Yeah, rest in peace, Kimbo. <sighs> yeah, he's sucks. up there with. How is Kimbo dead? But Dada five thousand still alive. Ah, bro, that's a great question. Oh wait, no, he did die, but he came back to life. No, see, no, they like resuscitated him. <laughs> him and Kimbo's match, he oh, had yeah, like a yeah, fucking yeah, heart yeah. attack. And yeah, then yeah, after no, the match, during the match, he died. No, after. Oh, or right, or like probably the, during. Probably during, but <laughs> after, immediately after as well. <laughs> Dave, you had a guy have a heart attack one time, didn't you? Oh, yes. Uh, that was Ivan Martin's best friend. Best he's, actually tra- he's actually training over there. Now. He had Is a heart he? attack at, at, at the an gym. open mat. Yep. And he was like, oh, this hurts. And then <laughs> Ivan took him to the ER and no, he was like, oh, yeah. Evan Green neon bellied him. <laughs> and this just kept smashing him. And when he got up, I checked his pulse. And it, like, 
it was like no pulse. It was just one long beat. Oh, Jesus. I was like, dude, I, I was like, we got to get him to the hospital. I have no, he'd be okay. Just sit him down. <laughs> we do this in Brazil we all drove the time. Him and he had, he had a heart attack at the gym. Rum some acai. On he him. wanted to drive home. Like, I was like, no, we'll just take him home and we'll just rub his heart. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put some dirt on it. I was it. like, uh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Wife, two kids. I was like, man, the guy oh. lived though, and he's still training. Yeah, speaking still training. of speaking oh, of a- speaking of AEDs, who oh. the doot, doot, clear? Oh, well, you gotta okay. I think we need to get one. Why? Put in the gym. I think it's. A great oh no, idea. people will have way too much fun with that. Do you kids will be just you know shocking who each other? Purple and blue belts are. Do you like, oh, my ankle I'm just saying, you got some old people. What you know that just crash out there? That's what the waivers are for. Yes, well, the <laughs> waiver doesn't save your ass. And if you push your arm up into class. their chest, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I at least have a couple. <laughs> if you go full million dollar man, you know, what was the, what was the wrestler? Uh, the million dollar man, uh, Ted DiBiase. Yeah, that yeah. and just shove the waiver down in their throat. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope that if that happens to me, it's not here. I'm just saying that. Look, just we have electricians that can bite down on the waiver yeah. while we yeah. rub two wires together. Yeah, Jeremy works for Carol EMC. Good oh, yeah. to go. We're fine. Uh, listen, you really want us? You don't want you me to. F- when you uh, somebody be like, "Ow, my ankle hurts," and they'll just get shocked. Yeah. So, oh, I thought that was our moment. The police yeah. are like a minute away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half, half of them are here. Yeah. yeah meanwhile, ever. like Dylan and Buddha over there, like casting lots, betting on how yeah. long it's going to take for me to come back. So you think Jeff's going to die, huh? Everett <laughs> blows his knee out, and Simon Simon runs over and grabs the AED <laughs> machine. <laughs> man, clear, clear his knee. Clear his knee. He's going to shock his knee. Ah! Yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Yeah. Some oh, things need to be limited God. to trained people. We don't need everything. And we man. do have some firefighters, too, uh, that yeah. train. We well, got some EMTs. The scary part about that is Joseph's an EMT. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joseph is? Yeah. Yep. Wow. How do you feel about that, buddy? I didn't know that. Tony. Now, Tony, Tony I, I, could, I would I trust, would trust Tony. Like, even Tony could drag me yeah. out of a building. Just don't yeah. grab his foot while you're doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Hey, stupid son of a bitch. You'll leave him there in a the fire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, drops well, I just couldn't ladder. get him out, guys. Yeah. I just I couldn't know. get him out. Hey, you know, the guy's kind of a dick. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean. <laughs> Brian didn't want to come. Drops him, <laughs> drop him off the ladder. Like, Sorry, grab my ankle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, all right, guys. So today, you know, is is going to be a little different, and and we want to just kind of I want to preface you know what we're going to do today. Uh, something that we've wanted to do since we've we've actually gotten the podcast going is to run down the Integrity BJJ origin story. So you've already heard heard uh, a, a, an extra voice on on the show. So we have Dave Schumacher in with us uh, today. Yeah, Integrity's uh, founding uh, founding owner, um, longest black belt that we have here, and so he he's joined us uh, to to help us kind of work through this timeline. So I, I do want to just to to kind of preface everything, saying there there is going to be some very difficult and and hard topics that we're going to talk about here, especially in the first half of of Integrity's origin. Uh, that that might be uh, you know a little sensitive for some people you know some if you've had past trauma I just want you to be aware of kind of uh, where we're going uh, with this and and just to know you know one we, we are who we are right I mean we, this group of guys you know we we, uh, uh, we we like to have a good time we like to goof off but this is probably going to be for the for at least the first part of it it's going to be have some some serious conversations. Uh, and we want to do the do the story of integrity justice 
and tell a complete origin story. Uh, so if, if we have to break it up into two parts, we will. Uh, we're going to try not to. We're going to try to get through it all in, in one podcast. But if, if we see that it's going to run super long, we may cut it and, and go, uh, go half and half here. Uh, but we, we just uh, want to make sure everything's we, – we do it right and, and we talk about things thoroughly uh, because we've had a lot of people – you know, everyone asks about how integrity came, came to be. Uh, it's, it hasn't been in, around. It's not one of, you know, like the premier, you know, stalwarts of jiu-jitsu in the Atlanta area. We are relatively young for a, a jiu-jitsu gym. Um, and, and haven't been around a whole long time, so we want to talk about the the integrity origin story today. So with that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna just uh, dive right into it. Thanks, guys. Come along for the ride with us today. Let's go. All right. Yeah, man. Um, so the original OGs. Well, at least most of us. Jeff and his fifteen, eighteen months. So yeah, and just to kind of lay this out. Dave brought up a really great point. You know, we, we talked about Jeff's uh, piece of integrity and his how many? It's a year and a half. Eight oh, oh, I, It's got to be a month. Six, so it doesn't count. It's your thing now, buddy. <laughs> 16 months, eight days, yes. and something, something. Roughly. Right? And Dave said that that was like 192 months. Uh, you know, in your your 16 months was 192 months into integrity's existence. Correct. So, so it may be a while. Right. Is what I'm saying before we get into Jeff's origin story. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Add integrity. Yeah. I mean, that, uh, that's that may be in part two, guys. Right. Just, just or so three. If you're here I mean, for Jeff's origin story, yeah, check back with us in a few hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we yeah. also yeah. got to state that. Pen manned up before Jeff. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Pen's origin started prior to Jeff's yes. origin. My my origin story. The good part. It'll only take about three and a half minutes. So, um, so yeah, we'll be a there. short segment. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put uh, we're gonna circle back to that. Yeah. <laughs> circle back. That's right. That's right. So so Dave, they first let's uh, you know if we could just a little bit your background. You know when did you get started in martial arts? Um. I got started very young. My dad was an army boxer, so I boxed quite a bit family-wise. Yeah. Um, then I got into every type of karate, um, karate, taekwondo you could get into. Um, my cousins were much bigger than me. Um, I'm talking big German, and I'm the short Italian half of my family. Um, and my cousins beat me down. Whenever we got together, they whipped my butt. So I went to my dad crying and whining. And my dad's like, you can't box with them? And I was like, I can't reach them. And my girl cousin, <laughs> my girl cousin Michelle, was also taller than me. You get your ass whooped by a girl enough, um, the one that you're supposed to kick their butt, yeah. I was looking for options. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my dad got me involved in Muay Thai. Cool. Um, when I got involved in Muay Thai. And you I, were how old? Probably 11, 12 years old. Oh, you wow. Know, okay. I was playing baseball, so I was just one of those things. Um, I got involved in Muay Thai, and I, when I leg kicked my girl cousin the first time in a boxing <laughs> match, um, and she buckled. Yeah. Um, I was a soccer player, so it kind of helped. Ah, yeah. um, when I leg kicked her and she buckled, all my cousins were yelling foul, and my dad's like, no one gave rules. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. this time we were boxing. If there's rules, there should be weight classes yeah, yes, and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd never yeah. known. I don't see sanctioning bodies in yeah. here today, boys. <laughs> my dad and my drunk uncle would sit outside of a little roped-in area and watch us fight. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. when I leg Standard. kicked her, when I yeah. leg kicked her, she went down, and I was like, "This is amazing." <laughs> like, that, that's, that was my Thai origin story. Um, 
I did Thai for a bunch of years. When I came to Atlanta, I was in chiropractic school, and I jumped in training with anybody, anybody that would train. Um, that's how jiu-jitsu found me. Yeah. Uh, I was training with a Muay Thai guy named Kevin Jacobs, who is just tough as nails. Um, I found a little... I found a little 135-pound guy that sat at the front desk all the time. His name was Brandon. I don't remember his last name. He was an Alliance brown belt. Okay. Don't really know him. He was just working front desk, uh, high all the time. I walked in, and he's. I said something mm-hmm. something smart-ass, and he's like, you want to take it to the mat? And I was like, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like, I'll fucking kill you. Like, 130 pounds soaking wet, and he's like, let's go. So he went out to the mat, walked out to the mat, had the Grateful Dead T-shirt on, <laughs> flip-flops, kicked his flops off, and I was like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Um, I put my hands up. I threw a jab. Some bitch took me down and submitted me and like, 10 seconds yeah like i was i got up i was like this is fucking bullshit there's no way he's doing that shit again like it lucky 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 took me down like another three or four times and submitted me like in under a minute two minutes wow um i got so mad i was like that's not fucking happening again and it happened over and over mm-hmm. and over i didn't know what to do and i couldn't get up yeah. yeah um and i was like i gotta learn this shit yeah, like, yeah. i got uh, some people back away from it i i thought and this is gonna sound terrible i thought jujitsu was bullshit it was gay mm. just rolled on the round <laughs> with other guys i want to punch people in the face once i got manhandled and submitted i got choked almost unconscious he let go i didn't tap i didn't know how to mm. um i had to learn it like i was like i'm gonna lower my, i'm gonna learn this this is awesome then yeah. my mma career kind of started picking up yeah and you were training with uh uh, Matt Daniel. Yes. Um, before was he already at Alliance? No, um, Matt and I. I was hitting the bags in Gold's Gym uh, on on Maple Street. Oh, before it was uh, club. Dang, Matt how old came, are you guys? Oh, I, I was a lot younger than I am now. And Matt walked in. He's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I don't know who this limping guy is." <laughs> and he's like, hey, "You want to spar with me?" And I leg kicked him. <laughs> so yeah, you're supposed good, to be boxing good, good, Matt, like, Matt Daniel for, like, for those of you that don't I don't know, know if that's better had was it was it polio yes I, be, I believe polio and, and really severely damaged left leg severely damaged his left leg is about the size of a broomstick um yeah the rest of his body he, he's 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 built pretty well oh, he's a jack dude yeah, jack, very sure. very jack dude but his Man, left leg squeeze on him is, is like my my wrist uh it, it, it's just heavily damaged so when when dave says that he leg kicked him he only has but he only has one good leg and dave leg kicked it but i mean that just you know yeah, dave's been leg kicking girls since he was 12 so yeah, it, it all makes sense <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense so let me clarify Dave will kick him. Forward. You leg kicked him in a boxing match. We it, there were no there rules. Were no, nothing Matt, was clear. I mean, Matt, I'm just trying to get my yeah. head around Matt, all this. Matt, if you've ever met Matt, have you rolled? Uh, with, you haven't no, rolled. He doesn't. Matt know. is oh, the yeah. Matt oh, has yeah. to be the biggest dog on the porch. Yeah. Okay. And I tried to be the biggest dog on the porch. I got even you. I'm a little dog. So when we start, he started swinging. I heard the whistle of his fist coming by my head. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And I leg kicked his good hip. He started limping, and then I leg kicked his good hip again. <laughs> um, I was thinking about kicking the other leg. I really was. I, oh, I, that was you're um, going to finish it off. Uh, I, if he'd have landed, I would have. <laughs> but uh, it ended up that we started to do some ground stuff, some very – I should have never been teaching. Um, I, I taught him an Americana poorly, taught him a Kimura poorly, just had a lot. And he, he then became a big business guy and wanted to move to Atlanta. Mm. He moved to Atlanta. He's like, where should I go? And I, I said, Alliance. 
Yeah. Just go yeah, to Alliance. At the time, Alliance was the biggest. Alliance best. HQ was the biggest. Yes. Yeah, the he, big he, show in town. Yeah. He went to Alliance HQ with Cabrinha. With is uh, this Lucas late nineties? I I started my practice open so like middle two thousand four to two thousand seven. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt went there and Matt got his black belt from Jacare. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, he and was, he's a bad dude, man. And he was basically from out here the first jujitsu black belt, huh? Um, or does Bull predate him? Bull wasn't out here but though. Bull wasn't Bull, out Bull here. That's right. Him. Yeah, but not from out here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Matt, Matt Harris was probably, but Matt later, Harris just went to school than, out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, so he, he was from Chattanooga. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. From, he just went to West Georgia out here. Matt, yeah. Matt, and Matt Daniels from like the Bowden Ramburn area. Ramburn, Ramburn yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing. He's a yeah, he's a legit. He's a leg, one of the most legit black belts. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. say him and Jonathan Collins were the two that I thought first were like two, the, to me that yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, those are the yeah. West. They Georgia. are the, they're the West Georgia OGs. OGs. Yeah, OG yeah, yeah, for black sure. Belts for this area, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, Matt runs a hell of a damn class. Yeah, well, he's vicious. very traditional. It just murders you basically the whole that's time. All, yeah. That's all those old school guys. They yeah, don't care about boy. retention. They just no, want, they don't want you to come back. No, no. They, they're going to make sure you're weak. Yeah, they, they run you through the you, – you're dead from the warm-ups before yeah. they even start doing techniques or anything like that. The, the warm-ups are 45 minutes to an hour long. Yes. And you just go, 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 and they're screaming <laughs> at you, and you don't stop, and you do more warm-ups. Oh, my – can't are you playing on your phone right now? No. I was, Is that what you're doing? No. I got you're a watching. notice. You got better things to do, buddy. Just let me know. No. I got a notice. <laughs> I, I was mean, excited about Davis. Fun. If you're it bored. Was, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. I know. I was there. Okay? I wasn't. So I know. In your cushy little fucking home. <laughs> That's Over car here shopping. A car. Oh, uh, well. Ooh. All right. I'd rather be coaching a tournament. Yeah, I'd, rather <laughs> I'd rather sweat in a gymnasium any day. Yeah. With a 15-year-old. Oh. oh. Exactly. Oh. You're a 15-year-old. So hush. <laughs> yeah, okay. I should have sent Paris with you. I had coffee. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I need is her and McCoy. Yeah, bro. At the same yeah, time. They, they gang up on me. Oh, I know. I know. Paris is vicious. Yeah. No, yeah. She's relentless. Yeah. She, and they quick, were talking about, they were talking about toys the other night at the house like yeah. like childhood toys yeah and she looks at me out of nowhere and she goes you probably predate lincoln logs don't you <laughs> paris yeah oh she's so, yeah that's she's, what she said she's out of control i was like wow yeah, i didn't know do you uh predate lincoln I don't even, jeff I don't and i know. jeff and i cut the lincoln logs <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i remember them they were they were sticks david and i were forced into child labor to they were back when they allowed they just had the pops remember erector sets yes and i can tell you what Everything, it was black and white back then. Oh. Yes, it was. I had an erector set, which was like the original, like, first con- computerized movement with your, it was a bunch of bolts and screws of metal. Yeah. I metal it, screwed it all together, and beat my cousins with the metal. <laughs> <laughs> Made a weapon. Yes. Tons of family shank, trauma here. Shank. I'm just hearing, like, every reunion was a beatdown. Well, uh, it was a battle royal. Jersey it was, it folks, was a battle royal. Yeah. But all right, so yeah, so I, I remember uh, first memory I have of Dave was uh, was at DefCon, which is where I started training in yeah. Villarica. Uh, the original DefCon, the right? original original DefCon, yeah. yeah. Give and, for context. Yeah. Give us a year, like a what uh, what year would this have so been? So this would have been or close. Uh, forty four, fifteen. So two thousand eight. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about 2008, right. 2008, 2007, 2007, 2008. You, I, I, think I, jumped, I, s- I jumped fully into jiu-jitsu fully at 2011, around 2008. Yeah, I was about to say, okay. I was around 11 or 12 when I first Yeah, yeah so 2008. So, and, and Dave wasn't doing jiu-jitsu very much at all. 
at that time. It was all I mean, MMA. We would see huh? him. Yeah, they, they had MMA classes there. So Dave was doing a lot of stand-up, a lot of MMA training. Mm-hmm. I think you may have – did you still have a fight then or right around then? Um, I had a couple of tie fights that – yeah. People didn't back out on. Then I went and fought in Alabama a few yeah. times, like MMA fights. And yeah. yeah, so that, that's kind of this, this is not UFC level fights. <laughs> this is back yeah. before an this athletic a, commission had anything to do like with it. This is like CFU. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so fights. That, that's Sign where waiver, go. Yeah, that's where I first remember Dave was just from him hopping in. I didn't. Rarely did I ever train Nogi coming up. Uh, but the, the few times that I did, I may have trained before my purple belt. I may have trained Nogi five times. Really, uh, I was you know all gi. You know, well, it was uh, all gi all the time. Was, most it, of the yeah, it know. was yep. DefCon was almost all gi anyway, except for the MMA program. And right. and I didn't, I wasn't, uh, I I was just there for the jujitsu, which is kind of funny because I, I do have a boxing background. My my er, you know early childhood and my my dad was a boxer, and I, I have stand up. Uh, from when I was little, my one of my first memories of my dad uh, is is him hitting the heavy bag when I was probably three four years old. I remember him having a a, a boxing setup in a in a detached uh, building at our house. He had speed bag, heavy bag, and a, and a ring set up out there. I remember him hitting the heavy bag, uh, which is something that I, I, I you know kind of have gotten back into a little bit here in the last couple of weeks was. Was and for that reason, because it, it it you know dad you know has has an illness right now and is is fighting cancer and it's uh you know it, it it's it's really cool to to have that emotion and kind of tap into it and and that's one of the first memories I have. But I had never done any groundwork mm-hmm. at all. Didn't wrestle. We didn't have wrestling in high school. Um, I drove by DefCon in Villarica. We had moved to Georgia. Um, and I, I drove by there a couple times. I knew what jujitsu was, and they, they had jujitsu on the sign. At the time, it was a Gracie Baja school. Um, Brian Dean owned it. Yep. Um, and there Good was dude. a yeah, yeah. Was Brian Dean, great, great dude, big guy. You know, true ultra heavyweight jujitsu guy too. But a sneaky best. He was yes. very sneaky. Old old moved man well jujitsu moved yes. well. Yeah. But they had a. Uh, it was a Gracie Baja school, and they had a uh, an instructor was Professor Crow was was the the BJJ instructor there at the time. Um, he was a he's like a 155, 155 pound guy at the time. He's he's you know it's about seventy five now I think, but he was little. He was he was a, a true lightweight. Yeah. And the first time I ever came into DefCon, he choked me unconscious multiple times. Uh, multiple times pulled guard, you know, in the gi, cross collar choked me. I had no idea what a cross collar <laughs> choke was. I, I didn't know what what was happening. Triangled me, you know. I had no idea what was. I, I was I was supposed to be winning, and that that was, you know, I knew what an arm bar was, and and we did dumb arm bars back and forth, but I didn't know jujitsu. And, and that first night, he he choked me just relentlessly, very similar to to, to your your thing, Dave. I'm supposed to be winning because I'm on top. Right, that was my mindset. Yeah, you know, in, in a street fight, anything like that, you get on top, you're winning. It, mm-hmm. It's it's you're it. And he pulled guard, and I at the time I was right around 300 pounds, uh, 280 maybe. Um, and, and he's a little 155 pound guy choking me. I didn't even know how I was getting choked. I just knew I couldn't breathe. I just yeah. knew the lights were going out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I didn't know anything. <laughs> So I was hooked at, at that point yeah. and started training. So it, crazy how that works. Yeah, man. Yeah. Started hooked. You know, was so exhausted because every, uh, you know, especially in the gi, you know, I was trying so hard to move. 
and the all the grips in the gi i couldn't so every time i would just want i would want to just move my arm my like right arm from the right side of my body to the left side of body and i couldn't because somebody had a hold of it and was like pulling it away <laughs> i couldn't move what is so it was like madness? all all just like i was in a straight jacket almost so it was like an hour and a half of just me tight you know pulling and jerking <laughs> on my you know trying to get my arms free and loose and when I sat in the car to call my wife and tell her on the way home, I'll never forget. I couldn't even pick my arm, my hand up all the way to my ear to make that phone call to tell her I was coming home. I had to like duck my head down, yes, you know, and like prop my arm up. Hey, baby, no, I'm good. I'm home. I'm coming. I'll be home in 20 minutes. Uh, yeah, it was it was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. Yeah, I can't hold the phone right now, so I'm, I'll see you in just. I'll see you in 20 minutes. I can't hold the phone. My face hurts. I, I, Everything you hurt. actually told. Me me that before yeah. i've heard oh. you talk about that matt, Such a good story. Matt, matt is payback for me kind of leg kicking him he brought me to alliance headquarters and it was the one on roswell road and it was yeah. upstairs so i go in there and i start rolling after a 45 minute warm-up and needless to say i thought i was in shape but i was gassed after the warm-up he has me roll with this brazilian guy and says listen go light on him he's he's world class what is world class in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? I didn't know what the hell that meant. Yeah. So I'm just picking him up and slamming him on the floor. And just, you know, <laughs> it was it was Rafael Assunção. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh no! So if you don't know who Rafael is, Jeff, he's Mistakes he was a uh, he was a bantamweight UFC fighter. Yeah. That was a cold blooded murderer. Um, oh, wow. Well, he double armbarred me with a high guard and popped both my elbows at the same time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Matt and I went to the uh, Boston Market on Roswell Road after that, and we went to Boston Market, and I couldn't take the fork and knife and bring it to my hand uh, <laughs> to bring it to my face to eat. So I had to literally put my face in like dog dog Just eating. <laughs> I was eating out of the bowl. And Matt's like, you look like a real dick. And I was like, yeah, I kind of feel like a real dick. Everybody around me is looking at me. And Matt hey. walks up. He's like, don't worry, guys. He's got autism. And walks out. <laughs> oh, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, so I, that that was where I started with, with them was at DEF CON. Uh, Brian Dean, um, shortly after that, you know, Gracie Baja, he, he left the Gracie Baja affiliation. Um, and uh, we were without he, – he acted as the head instructor for a while, and Brian Dean is the one that actually gave me my blue belt um, on a Saturday. After about two years of training, um, you know, he ran me through about 15, 20 things of, hey, you know, show me this, show me this, show me this. We, it, was on, it was on a Saturday open mat. I had no idea. Yeah. And he was he just, show me this, show me this, show me this, and, and I did. And, um, you know, almost choked him out with a, uh, an Ezekiel. Nice. Um, you know, from from Mount. Well, I say almost. At the time, I thought it was almost. You know, it's, it's as a white belt, you're like, oh, I I got it. Yeah. And and he you know reversed it. You know, stood up, slammed me on the ground. You know, <laughs> combed combed his hair, got rid of the Ezekiel. You know, I was like, oh, I almost got him. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't even close. <laughs> I, I'm sure I was, it was dumb white belt stuff, and that's why I laugh at our dumb white belts. Yeah, because we were all dumb white belts, all sure. dumb white belts. And then when I got done with all that, he's like, he's like, hey, hey, hang on a second. There was like four other guys on the mat. He's like, hang on a second. So I was just like, you know, catching my breath, and he comes out from behind the behind the desk with with a blue belt and strapped on my blue belt. So. See, that's cool stuff. I like those. Yeah, yeah I like. It those. was awesome. 
It no big, awesome. you know, you know no. what, you're ready, here you go. Yeah. No stripes, no stripes? Uh, yeah. They, he did stripes? Gracie Baja did oh, stripes. Because yeah, remember, sense. they they do the they did the cards where you check in every time. Oh, so every yeah. time you come Punch to class, you down. check boxes for, for the day. So. Always skip by. Yeah, I, uh, never, I never filled it out. I never mine. filled I never, it out. Never, never, never filled it out. Nope. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I think I had three. I don't know that I've ever been promoted with four stripes on a belt. Bruh. I, I think I, I got three stripes on my white belt when, when Crow left. Uh, and then Brian didn't stripe anybody in that in that transition period of a few months, and and just went straight to straight to to, to blue belt. And then uh, blue belt was when you, probably around the time that time was probably around the time you started training more jujitsu. Yep. Because yep. uh, did you get your blue belt there? No, I got my blue belt at Alliance. Okay. Yeah, them. it was after Brian after sold. That. So yeah. after Brian yeah. sold. And I think uh, you had you had went to Florida at that point. Or you were yeah, on your way to yeah, Florida. Yeah, I was. At that I, I was getting it. So I, shortly after I got my blue belt, um, we we moved and, and uh, away from the Carrollton area for several years. I trained with Philip Smith in that time. Yeah, um, in McDonough, we moved That's to right. Co- we that, moved yep. to Covington for three years, and then Florida for two years. We were gone for about five, four or five years. Yeah, because um, you were a blue when I started. Yeah, 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 I was a blue when you came in. You were already a blue. Um, you know, Dave was was like I said, in and out, but mainly doing MMA and Muay Thai and stand up stuff. Um, so I really didn't get re- you know close to Dave at all until way later. Yeah. Uh, you know, he and I. We, I mean, we I knew who he was, but I we weren't close. We weren't friends really. We just uh, you no, know, passed I, each other yeah. in the gym. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, well, see, I remember seeing Dave when I first walked in shadow boxing in the cage. Yeah. Because when I came in, I was I came into like I wanted to start MMA. Right. Like Brian was there. Yeah. He was the owner. <laughs> I came in. I was like, I want to pay for a year up front. Brian yeah. was like, Well, no. <laughs> Brian, being the guy that he is, he's like, I, let's just slow down. Like, I'm not gonna like, let you do that. <laughs> let's yeah. He's like, you can pay for a couple months, and then just start with jujitsu. And I was like, I really want to do MMA. And he was like, all right, well, start with jiu-jitsu because that takes the longest and then start, you know, get in shape and then, you know, start working into the MMA. Good point, though, people. If you're going to go to a martial arts school that does close quarter combat, if the owner takes your money right away, if you're paying for a year, Oof. that's probably not the people you want to be with. <laughs> yeah, right. They got to tell you, you got to get some free classes. You got to see if it's right. They, they got to care about you. First. Yeah, you at least want to come in for your free trial, something like that. Like if you hadn't even taken a class yet. That's Didn't a little, know what it that's was. A bit, yeah. yeah, that's a bit much. Yeah. So th- this was all going on at DEF CON in Villarica. It was all DEF CON in Villarica, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, Brian Dean had, had you know, went to where he wasn't running it at all. It, it was all Gracie Bai. He was just acting as the owner, and, and and I think he was, you know, I think honestly he cared as much about the stand up and and MMA Muay Thai stuff. There, Wait, there they was had a, a whole of, team back then. Yeah, they, they there was a whole lot. MMA team. Yeah, there was a lot of guys that that did it out of that out of the gym there. Well, yeah, you, you had Rusty Crowder, you had Rus- Nick Sprayberry, Nick Sprayberry you had yeah. Luis came through like. Tony, I remember Tony. Tony was in, in the there. Day. The cook brother, like you had yeah. a whole. I mean, you had yeah. a solid, a uh, uh, regular what, eight to ten guys yeah. that were trained. Like t- they all, all the came from toe to toe. Oh, um, uh, that's Nick right. Yeah, and Nick and Luis came from toe to toe, and they had good training out there. That was right. Clay's start. Clay, yeah. Clay, Clay well, you know, Mike Soprano that comes in yes. here. Like you know, he was he, a lot of those guys. Like they praise you know good everything dudes. that he was doing. Yeah. You know, but he. Uh, yeah, they. When I came in, Dave was, you know, had a a big role in the MMA program then, um, and then uh, Brian, same thing for me. Brian, like I accidentally 
rolled over some white belt and hurt his knee. So then Brian beat me up. Yeah. But he like used like lasso guard. Yeah. And like in the game, I was like, I don't even know. Like he pulled guard and played yeah. guard for like yeah. a big guy. Yeah. I remember year slight tangent. I remember years later after I got my purple and he had like had this big layoff, and he came back, you know, and hadn't been training and everything, and I'd already gotten the purple, and I was like. I'm gonna put it on Brian. Like, in there. <laughs> yeah. like I'm gonna show him what's up. Like I ain't a white belt no more. Yeah, that old bastard still yeah. whooped my ass. Yeah. Like everything yeah. I did, because he's a big guy that's quick and he'll he'll go on his back. He'll play yeah. guard, all that kind of stuff. And he was just like one, like one step ahead the whole time. One step ahead. Yeah, the whole time. Uh, Brian, why we we're why we're talking about you? Spats under your gear, brother. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Just wear a cup. I'm good with it. <laughs> I'll take my chances. <laughs> but yeah, Brian, you know, he was probably there when we got there. Uh me and when I when I got there, me and my girls, um uh my oldest had started the kids' class and everything, and she was there maybe two or three months and then Brian sold. Yeah. So he, you know, they he had already been at it for a number of years when I got there, and you know he had multiple businesses and things yeah. going on. Kids were going into that age where, you know, you you know you want to spend time with your kids, yeah. to spend time with your family, and he'd opened up that twenty four hour fitness. Twenty four hour fitness now. had you know it basically ran itself, mm -hmm. you know, to some degree, I'm yeah. sure. But you know uh, they. They ended up selling, and then the Vols, uh, I keep saying Boyles, 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 Boyles family bought it. Dan for, Boyles. Daniel Voyles. Yeah. Good Voyles. Good yeah. family. Solid man. The wrestlers. Freaking kids Good are little Lord monsters, freaks. bro. Yeah. Wrestlers. Yeah. I remember seeing uh, the youngest. Andrew. Andrew doing flying arm bars when I walked in, and I looked at Nevaeh, my oldest, I was like, you, that's what you got to do. We're going to have you, you doing do, you that. Gotta do that. You got to yeah. do that. <laughs> and, and by the time I got to where I was teaching kids as a blue belt, so, well, purple by time integrity, but yeah, I had them learning flying arm bars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It turned into guard pulling arm bars, but you know, mm -hmm. you do the flashy stuff. Yeah, man, <laughs> it's, it's it's always fun. But yeah, that's I I remember you coming in, Kyle, uh, and starting to train, and and that was right at the very beginning of my like I'm gonna only work from my back. About you know, into three three months and in, into my blue belt. You know, I decided, okay, I've got to learn guard. Brian Dean was a big influence in that. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You know, got to as a big guy, it's going to be easy for you to learn top position stuff. Learn to be comfortable off your back. Learn yep. to do that. And I was kamoring everybody. <laughs> I mean, I was just like I, that. That you know, close guard, clear the hands, trap the wrist, sit up. You know, bump sweeper kamora. That's that. I was that. I was I was kamoring everybody. <laughs> uh, and that that was right around the same time you came in and started yeah. training and. What year was that? Do you remember? That was around eleven or twelve is yeah. when I yeah. started. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of when all you guys sort of intersected, was, right there. That that's kind of the first point that all three of yes. us were were in the same yeah. room. Okay, yeah. I was like you know. twenty three. That and was so, my, that was one of my two thousand ten or two thousand eleven was one of my first tournaments. Yeah. So yeah. It, 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 all right. So in two thousand eleven, yeah. Dave, were you a blue belt? White I was belt. a white belt. White belt. You were still a white yeah, belt. When we yeah. started, okay. Dave had been training, but he'd been training nogi and MMA, so he hadn't been belted. To be honest with you, I didn't care one lick about the belt. I, yeah. And, mm -hmm. and I was a much different man. I was a lot younger. Um, life humbled me quite a bit. Um, I just wanted to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. And, and that's horrible to say, but that was my... I went to work. I was a wonderful, loving worker. When I got to the gym, I just wanted to hammer whoever was in front of me. Yeah, yeah I felt that. It's all coming back to me now. The reality <laughs> was, though, is that it, it, it shouldn't be that way at all. How many 
good people did I run off with that attitude. Everybody has deserves a chance to learn MMA or jiu-jitsu. There's some people that don't need to learn it, <laughs> yeah. but they should have the opportunity to learn it. And there's some that won't yeah. take to it. I mean, but, uh, I, I just wanted to fight. Um, and, and, and chip on my shoulder, you yeah. small guy, little guy syndrome, whatever it may be. And it's it literally, I, I didn't, I don't, I'm glad now because uh, you, you don't feed the animal anymore. It's just fun. Yeah. Like jujitsu is just fun. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's what a lot of people don't realize, I guess, is, is initially through those first years, you know, pre integrity. I wasn't. We weren't. The, you know, I wasn't close to Kyle and Dave. You know, uh, we, yeah. I, kn- I knew who they were, and, and you know, Kyle and I rolled quite a bit. Those were big guys. Yeah, because we were big guys, and they pair always pair the big guys up together. Yeah, well, I remember we, Jonathan going, "Yeah, get with Mark. He's a good one." <laughs> and he's like, "He'll be chill and all of that." And on cue, he used to do this. Uh, <laughs> he takes same side sleeve grips in the gi. Then he would turn away from you and cross your arms and hip throw you with your arms crossed, and he hit threw the shit out of some white belt as Jonathan's telling me, nah, yeah, he'll be good. What? Well, <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay. You know the uh, the salty dog jujitsu? It was, yeah. it was <laughs> like that. That's it what like it was that. before it was, I did it first. Salty yeah, dog. He, just, yeah, right. he did it first. Jeff, yeah. and this is, this is where you and Sal are going to be in the future. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah we've seen it all before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, we weren't close. And then I was uh, into about a year, year and a half into my blue belt. Um, Alliance didn't stripe. Uh, they, they didn't put stripes on belts. So as Brian Dean sold and we went. Alliance. That's where Tex Johnson came Tex in. Tex came in, yeah. Yeah, he uh, came in as like as a brown belt. instructor. Brown he was a brown belt. He came well, in. No, was John Thomas MMA. used to come down too. Yep, John Thomas. That was after Tex. Was, yeah, it was after. Uh, I missed John that's Thomas. Right. That's right. It was after Tex. That right. was that was horrible. W- I mean, it was awesome, but he brought like little other little like blue and purple. He brought like blue and purples. Yeah. Yes. That were just murderers, and they looked like nerds. But yeah. I was so confused on what was happening. We're, we're at a small school in the middle of West Georgia, and we've got Jonathan Thomas, who trains with Cabrinha, and yeah. and, and before and anybody Lucas, even knew who he was. And he's got he's Mister BJJ video he's now, thriving, and, and right he's now. murdering us. Yeah. Like, I mean, murder, yeah. and he's murdering us without even trying. No, and I, like, and he's a hundred thirty-five pound. Skinny redheaded guy. Oh, way skinnier then than what he is now. Yeah. Like now he's actually got a little meat and he's done like a bunch of plow metrics. He walked and in and we're like, ah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all chomping at the uh, bit. Uh, he, he would do shit, let it go, let you go back, and then do it all over to you again. He was, he, Tex was uh, just a physical specimen. So yeah, Tex, at the time Tex was still professionally MMA, doing professional MMA fighting. Yeah, uh, I cornered him in a lot of his. Yeah, yeah, he did. I, he was did some Bellator stuff right around that awesome time. Awesome experiences. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we can get into some of that later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's, some, there's some stories in and of themselves. Uh, Tex, but Tex shout was out also, to Tex got married this week. Yeah, hey, man, I saw. Shout out to congratulations. Tex. Congrats, Tex. Beautiful. But he uh, he was vicious. You know, Brown was a brown belt at the time. Had uh, you know really athletic. You know, MMA guy. Uh, man, he, he Tex Tex hurt me so many times. But he inspired me to footlock people. Yep. Yeah. But he Jonathan really Thomas whooped me worse without even doing anything. Like just, yeah. just tying yeah. me in a bow. Yeah. 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 See, so yeah, I didn't I didn't even get any of that. I just got mean text Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> As you look down at the table. Uh, it, it's got, <laughs> it's, yeah, but it, for those people that don't know, 
Tex would beat you to death if you were the weight, his weight or a little lighter. Mm-hmm. He would try to cripple you if you were bigger than him so or if I, you were strong. Again, I was I was a you know two hundred eighty five pound you know blue belt. Um, I made the mistake one night of I, I had learned that double underpass, and I made the mistake one night of when Tex and I were rolling. I kind of you know cheesed my way you know. Play, play slow, right? You know, we're just going to flow roll. And Tex was, Tex would be friendly sometimes, right? If if you were, everything was chill. Yeah, he would. Flow. Everything was chill. He would, he would flow. I flowed into double underpass, <laughs> cross collar grip, smash. You know, trying to smash Tex. And he had he turned you know immediately had to turn up inverted you know feet on the hips you know had to had to turn zero to probably for him zero to about forty uh, <laughs> you know not full hundred uh, but immediately turn up recompose guard you know baited me into the double underpass again had double sleeve grips. And did the uh, where you, you leg lace your uh. legs over and you put your crotch right in their face <laughs> and double arm bar. There's a double arm bar it, when somebody goes a double under, under does the double underpass that you grab both sleeves and you leg lace like you're lassoing over and then feed your feet into in between their legs and it puts their head right on their junk and the whole time you're getting double arm barred. With your face right in the crotch. <laughs> yep. That's and tech. That's Tex in a jiu-jitsu That's movie. what Tex <laughs> did to me. But he didn't. He didn't finish the arm bar. He didn't finish the arm bars. He just like humped my face basically for probably a solid thirty seconds. And let me kind of like struggle through it, like I'm trying to get out. He's like, no, no, you know. Yeah. So look, Jeff, when anything that you see us do to, oh, to white blue belts, we were done so much it's, worse. It's light. Oh, it was light. so much. This worse. is going to feed right into the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good. 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 Yeah. Good. yeah. No. So, and then right around that time, like I said, we moved. Um, I had taken a ministry position in Covington, uh, in in Covington, Georgia, and so we moved from the Carrollton area to Covington, Georgia, and and I started then training with Philip Smith. Uh, through my blue belt, and then transitioned again. So I kind of went away from from uh, DefCon and Dave and Kyle and, and all the group here. Um, disappeared for a little bit. Was just Facebook friends, uh, and and really weren't. You know, I didn't really have any family. I never came back and and trained at Integrity while I was gone. Really, um, just knew that it was there. Um, so I, I, I went away for, it was probably four years that, that I was gone from, from integrity. Yeah. Um, you know, and went from away Defcon. Or, or from Defcon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, went away as a no stripe blue belt and came back four years later as a no stripe blue belt <laughs> 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 because it, when you change gyms, guys, you start over. Yeah. You know, you, you're basically starting over when you change gyms. And Philip Smith at the time was an Alliance um, affiliate too, and I was with Philip about a year and a half, uh, and he didn't stripe either. So when I left Phillips and moved to Florida, I, I was still a no stripe in blue belt to what most people saw if I was walking in the gym. But I'd been training, been a blue belt for 
uh, about three and a half years, yeah. uh, three and a half, four years when I'm when we moved to Florida. Not uncommon. No, it's no. Jonathan Collins went through a lot of the same oh, similar God. issues. He had the rattiest purple belt. You've Jonathan seen Collins, in your life. I remember him. He was when when I first met Jonathan was a purple belt. And had traveled with it, moved around with the army a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, trained in Hawaii with some absolute killers uh, there. And and he was probably one of the most sandbagging purple belts, and not on his own accord either. No, it's, he just never stayed anywhere because long he never enough stayed to get anywhere long enough to get promoted. And then, like I said, every when whenever you change gyms, you're basically starting over at that belt. Yeah. Right. So he had done that a bunch and trained, you know, in Iraq and trained, you know, everywhere he went, but had never gotten promoted. So he was he was a he was a killer at purple belt. And one of the most overdue promotions from purple to brown that, that, I've, yes. that I've ever yeah. that I've ever seen in my jujitsu life. Well, that was my um, I got to be his uki for oh, going, yeah. going into his brown belt. Yes, yeah. so that was, was alliance, right? Yeah, that's when we were all so yeah. So to that's, get our blue that's belts. you know I'll, I'll kind of transition out for me for this part. You know, so so I left, and I'll let Dave and Kyle kind of pick up with with integrity or with uh, with DefCon and and kind of the the beginnings of, of that. Yeah, so we, um, you know, it, uh, integrity, integrity, DEFCON 1 at the time changed from Brian Dean to the Vols. Voils. Voils. Good Lord. The Voils family, and then we were Alliance. And then so we all started studying to get our blue belts. Um, John Thomas was coming down. Jonathan Collins was taking on pretty much the instructor role. And attendance fell way off, you know. Um, they just, you know, I don't, I don't, just for whatever reason, they just, you know, maybe it wasn't what they thought it would be. They were wrestlers trying to do jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling family. Wrestling family. Yeah. Started USA wrestling team, didn't really kick off. And then, you know, if you're going to stay in this thing and stuff like you got to love it. And, and, and wrestling in West Georgia isn't deep rooted. Well, especially back then. And, and yeah. And you're talking 15, 10, 15 years, 15 years ago. Nearly. You know, it's, it, it wasn't deep rooted. The, the schools in West Georgia at that time really didn't have any solid wrestling programs. No. Wrestling you know. was popular till football season started. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something you waited till every football was over before they started wrestling. And then as soon as uh, baseball season started, everybody rolled straight into baseball. Yep. Uh, and, and wrestling was for guys that didn't play basketball. That's right. Uh, that's all it was. And, and no, no one took it serious out here. So for the Voils is to try to, you know, they were trying to be like, Voils is now in that situation would probably be very successful. Maybe uh, you know the the, the biggest thing that they had that was a problem that I'm only like in hindsight, mm-hmm. you know, just because in our experience now is they have to hire out. Yes. So if everything for me goes to shit tomorrow and I lose all the black belts move away, all the instru- you know brown belt instructors everything. I can just teach classes myself. Right. I yeah. don't have to rely on like yeah, I don't, he I had can just to do it hire myself. He had BJJ to hire out. instructor. So yeah, not the only wrestling did, side they had covered. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and, and to a degree maybe MMA, but yeah. you know, even then, you know, you you're hiring out. So then it's not even just the money. You with have all the with, money in the world. With a huge rent. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back then, yeah, to be on Front Street right next to the interstate in Villarica. And Villarica at one point was supposed to be a lot better than it is now. Because uh, they're by the interstate, you know. I think Bremen probably taking that role now. They got Chick Fil A and Starbucks. Um, <laughs> we do. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and a tractor supply. Oh shit! I forgot y'all got the tractor supply, bro. Don't so. have to come to Carrollton for boots. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, 
Yeah, they'd always have to. They would have to hire out. But anyways, so yeah, as I left, and then you guys got at DefCon. Uh, Jonathan Thomas came right was your instructor yeah so he would twice come in you twice a week he would come he would oversee right and um you know Jonathan Collins I gotta be his oogie studying for my blue belt everybody's working to get their blue belt Jonathan's working on getting his brown belt so he uh was having to kind of do more leg lock stuff because now knee bars and toe holds and all that were allowed and uh so that's where I kind of got more of my foundation like you know yeah. text me in there inspired me because he was he was a big guy and he was like footlock him and like ian, ian mcpherson yeah would go jump in a bracket and just run the dog on everybody footlocking everything and, and, that, and that was, was back in the ever. day where, where naga's naga absolute divisions were stacked grappling quest grappling qu- yeah, yeah all those things, quest, yeah, yeah those things were stacked they're, they're still a uh, ian mcpherson and tex johnson highlight at grappling Quest, oh. like running through brackets yeah bro just footlocking everything it, it was the, those those uh those tournaments back in the day it's it's nothing like like the the one that we uh had some guys or had a guy compete at today uh shout out davis um, you know there was there was like no brown and black belts at that tournament no nah, i just think a there sprinkling was, of purples yeah there was some um expert division nogi so i don't know what they were yeah it, if you looked at the brackets no one there there was there might have been five purple belts registered yeah um there was no brown belts registered and i think there was like two 45 year old black belts like 180 pound black belts that were registered yeah um but you know no upper belts and that unfortunately that's the way a lot of local tournaments look today in atlanta mm-hmm. is the upper belts just don't seem to come out and compete at them um, no, there. I mean, there's enough stuff to go and do now. Man, I, I hate it. I, yeah. Yeah, for me, I, I hate it because yeah. I'd love to be able to jump in on some brackets with some other ultra heavyweight, especially masters guys. You ever yeah. want? You ever want like ten people jumping out of a bracket? In the last <laughs> <laughs> All the fish. <laughs> Yeah. That's right. Just watch IBJJF Ultras Masters one and two. You'll watch it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm going to my Naga. I'm going into a Naga Absolute at 135 pounds. Mark jumps in. I'm out. I got got COVID. Unfortunately, that's that's what happened at my last Naga. Uh, poor Casey. Um, Casey he tried to get away. He tried to get away, and then they they combined divisions and put him back with me. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so it's I, in the I, rules. I had to promise that tap, I would be nice. Did he tap before you even started? N- no, he wanted no. to. <laughs> he wanted. He actually came up to me before. I thought you had as, like a pre-tap. Just get <laughs> take me down. We're over. <laughs> he, he start. He came to me before the jujitsu match at Naga. He's like, "Hey, man, I wasn't sure about you know being in the same division as you. Are we going to be okay?" And <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, man." I said, "Look, we'll just keep it playful. You know, we're just going out to do jujitsu." Um, what, I risk, what would have happened if I he would have got up him. on points? Oh, he would have never gotten up on points. <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have probably made him tap to pressure. But I, instead, I had mercy and I wrist locked him. <laughs> it's ugly. I'm trying to find the connection on mercy there, buddy. Uh, look. So I'm gonna reel this back. Really yeah, man, quick. do it. Um, so after Brian Dean, the Vo- the Voils took Voiles. over. I keep wanting to say Vols too. Like Tennessee Vol. I think Voyles that's where family. I keep during Voyles. during when the Voyles were owners, another gym opened up like two doors down, and it was it was West, West Side Jiu Jitsu, and okay. that was a, that was a guy named Uri Rodriguez Jr. Yeah, Uri would 
there was some beef between the two gyms, and I didn't understand it. Okay. Um, you know, I don't I, know. honestly. I was Alliance Blue Belt. I didn't. I thought yeah. it was hot shit. I, I, I was, <laughs> I didn't I, even I was know they Alliance were there. Blue Belt. We had Jonathan Thomas there, so I didn't. I didn't know any different. Yeah. You or I supposedly came from Douglasville, or trained was a Gracie Baja guy. It's Gracie Baja is Brazilian. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, so I right. remember him just just to interject briefly when Crow was there. Uh, he was doing some MMA stuff too. Wasn't yes, he? yes. I remember, like he would come in with Crow and work after classes, doing some nogi, uh, like for MMA jujitsu uh, after classes. And that's the that's that's the first time I ever saw him. Was he? He would never do class or anything like that. But he would come in and work out. You know, do do some nogi stuff with Crow. Brian also knew. Brian Dean also knew you were right. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. they went to a MMA fight that I, I was at in Kennesaw. I think it was at Cowboys in Kennesaw. Yeah, probably. That's when you I stomped the guy's head. You yeah, I was supposed to beat him. The guy took him down a couple times, and you I stomped on his head. When he got up, mid fight, stomped on his head. Oh. The referee stopped it, and he got up and tried to stomp him on the head while he was down. Yeah, mm. um, just to give some idea here. Well, we're we're leading yeah. to other stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. but. Uh, that's you, what I want to get so to. So, Uri yeah, not, owned... Not a, good, not a good person. Uri owned uh, Westside Jiu-Jitsu. But none is, of us really which knew had, that. Which had guys like Cody Heller. Yeah. Um, Cody, who is now a black belt here. Yeah. Um, just some really great guys. Yeah. Um, we all came into the gym one night, and Dan was hanging out there, and Dan says, listen, I got something to tell you all. Gathers us all up like a... I was hoping we'd get beers or something. Mm. Gathers all up and says, I've sold. Here's the new owner, and Uri walks in. And this is DEFCON. This is DEFCON. He so sold the guy that was down the street, yes. he, so he kind of, okay, so he bought both of them. He bought, well, so he, he brought, he consolidated. He consolidated the gym. So okay. Dan, Dan never told me, and I was one of the MMA instructors mm-hmm. there, you know, just, so you He right. cashed out. Like, he was, at that point, I think, for, I think for they were done. They yeah. were done. He, yeah. he had entered into this MMA gym as, as a, you know, to make some money, to get things going, and it never really turned out the way that I think that he thought it was to. cool, yeah. and the nostalgia yeah. of it all and everything, yeah. but you really got to love it to really yeah. stick through the bullshit. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, you really have to be in it, too. Yeah, you, you absolutely. Know, and that's kind of what you So what to. year was this? Ooh. Oh. 12, 13? 12, I'm, f- I'm 50 years old, Jeff. Years. It's <laughs> probably 12, 13. Yeah. Somewhere in the, yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. trying to tell I got my yes, blue. Yes, 13 or 14. I got my 13, blue 14. inside of a year. Okay, okay, I got you. So I'm right t- out of a year, I got my yeah, blue. So, so 2013, probably. I was a blue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so Uri comes in. My good friend who had been a training partner of mine, a guy named Tony Reed, stands up, looks at me, and said, this guy's a piece of shit. I'm out. Look down the line. Yes. Yeah, this yeah. guy's a piece of shit. I'm out. Told walks, us all. Walks out. Yeah. And this is our Tony Reed? Our Tony yeah, Reed. Yeah, and okay. I looked at Tony. I'm like, I went after. I walked outside. I remember yeah, right in the middle of this. I walked outside. I said, what's up, man? He's like, dude, I know this guy. I don't like him. And I was like, man, that's come on. That's bull. We got to give everybody a chance. And, you know, yeah. like, this guy's he's he's obviously good at jujitsu and he's Brazilian. So I thought everybody yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah, oh, that was Brazilian. Thing. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. So I, I literally was like, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Pulse. I'm not going to take a man's word. When 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 the guy hasn't even said a word to me yet. Yeah, you you want to know for yeah. yourself. Well, I, I don't want to. I don't judge a man by what another man says. You Good. know, what, yeah. if he walked in the door, if you walked in the door and Kyle's like, if Kyle said it's different, or <laughs> if somebody that I right, right, you know, right, if right. somebody from the gym said Jeff's a piece of shit, yeah. I would be like, man, I don't know Jeff. Let's see how Jeff treats me. Sure. But you got to think too, though. We were impressionable. Blue early belts. Yes. early like, belts, and and it kind of speaks to you know this. It'll kind of circle back later. Like, you know, you're pretty. 
vulnerable as a grown ass man yeah. with yeah. a black belt you right. know so yeah. whenever you're we're, there's no there's not like this youtube library of techniques there's not this you know a vast majority of of, of jujitsu around and everything it's so not like, 2023 now we've got this brazilian yeah in front of us he's broken english and everything like he had the full aura around him. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah, we yeah. were real hey, hook low. line and yeah. sinker. So, you know? Starstruck. You, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. We're impressionable blue belts. For about a week later, you and I are at the gym talking, and he's like, "I'm going to make you. I need some help. I want you to help with the MMA program. You're the head MMA coach. I'm the I'm the leader." But and I said, "Man, I'll, I'll help. That. I'll do whatever I can." But y'all had a little talk too, though, yeah. about some of his MMA stuff to yeah. make sure, like, how everything was going like to operate. He wanted he he was one of those Brazilians, and this was when MMA was starting to change a little bit. That believed jujitsu could conquer MMA, like jujitsu overall. We spoke to the time. Yes, and yeah. it was, yeah. however, at that point, all the wrestlers were the top UFC dogs. Yeah, the wrestling was taking Randy over. Couture, Dan Henderson, like the Matt wrestling Hughes. guys. Whether yeah, Matt Hughes, the wrestlers, and I, I. Said yes because I got be, I became the head MMA instructor. I was like, hell yeah, <laughs> I'm a blue belt. I'm the head MMA instructor. All right, which fine. turns out is a common tactic of his. Yeah. So I said, fine, you know, and I became the head MMA instructor. So I was there every day, four or five hours a day. Yeah. Um, I mean, every single day, every and and literally, I had Nick Sprayberry, Luis, Rusty, mm. Tony, um, a sprinkling of other, even Kyle did some yeah, MMA. That's what I was MMA, the China, yeah, I was trying to you know? fight. And uh, it was it was purge. a good group of guys. Like sure. it was just it was a joy to be there. Um, the only thing that I look back now, being my age, one of the things, and there's little there's little things that you look back on in your life, and you're like, man, I was an idiot. I should have, um, would have, could. Yeah, and and we all have these. Yeah. Um, I kept hearing you guys say. That everybody was my champion. You're my champion, Jeff. You're my champion, Kyle. You're mm-hmm. my champion. Now that I look back on that, if I'm if I'm your coach, Jeff, you're not my champion. You're a champion. You're a champion from you're your, your from champion. your fucking hard work. Right. I may have helped you, but I didn't step out there. I didn't give up my family and my mm-hmm. time. Sure. You're the champion. Right. What when you say my champion, that means anything you do, I'm responsible for. Mm. Um, and when I look back on that now, it, it kind of frustrates me because that's a real narcissistic view. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When I won my match, Kyle didn't come over and say, oh, man, that, that, I'm, you're my champion. I, I, that, man, you I, won because I won. I because worked of, so I, hard I, with you to get this. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome. The reality is, is that every guy that steps in that <laughs> ring or on that mat busts their ass. Now, we are coaches. We're supposed to coach them and give them the tools to win. Mm-hmm. However... It's their bodies that are that are writing the check. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I, and it's you the guy. You still have to walk out there. When yeah, I, and, and not to, not to say I'm any better or any worse because I'm not the greatest guy in the world. But when I went to Texas matches and Tex won, no one even knew I was in his corner. Mm. I didn't run out there and raise my hands up mm. and you know, pat myself on the shoulders. Yeah. I didn't do shit. Tex did it. Yeah. You know, I worked with Tex a long time, but Tex did it. And, and and that's one of the things like there's little f- flags guys and if you're an adult male or female you got to look for these flags mm-hmm. just because you're brazilian or you have a black belt doesn't make you a good person well it costs you nothing to really um highlight them yeah. you know we talk about women's self-defense you know if there's something if you you know you, there, intuition exists it does Yep. And it costs you nothing to follow that like it really yeah. doesn't like maybe somebody thinks you're out of line or you're a bitch or whatever it is it it, it the latter is way worse. Yeah, it costs you nothing. So, to do it. 
I became MMA coach for a while, and I would see Kyle in the afternoon. Uh, Mark, at this point, was was out out of the state. Um, so it was just me with my good friends. Kyle would come in every night and do some sort of freaky footlock that I would call the illegal. And, you know, um, and Cody was there. So was Kyle, and Cody, Kyle and Cody just like were twin brothers. They, they were like stepbrothers. They just walked in and just locked together. <laughs> he told and, me, I told him, we're like, yeah. did we just become best friends? Yes. <laughs> and then we had a guy named Gregory Johnson who was a little older guy. Doc. Uh, Doc. Doc. We've talked um, about Doc. And he has really good jujitsu. And we would be doing a lot of self-teaching on the mat. Mm-hmm. Um, it started out as you or I would give us a lot of meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. It started as the gym got busier and you, more successful, he would back away from teaching. Mm-hmm. Like it was almost as if we would warm up, get taught an Americana for the thousands and one first time, and then roll. Roll the entire two hours. Just roll. And... Literally, I got guillotined by Nick Sprayberry like 32 times in like a, in a night. I went home and I was like, and, and I don't know who I was dating or if I was married at the time. I went home, I was like, I can't eat anything. My throat is killing me. Um, but the reality was is that it seemed like the more we got, the more people we got, the less, the more you ride backed out. So I tried to do more MMA stuff. I tried to do more, like get the guys out on the mat. We tried to get Tony and those guys more fights. I would drive to Athens. I would drive to all these places and these guys would get tons of fight fights um but uri was there all day long so i'm guessing that you know by the end of the night he was gassing out or fatiguing out Mm -hmm. um yeah but it wasn't like he was he was backing away from from teaching and then putting instructors in place he would just whoever walked to the door like oh you got class all right and then thumbs up and then he'd go do whatever he needed we do a whole class of counting push-ups one two three are <sighs> oh, you do you the know, yeah they count to five you count to six you know seven, yeah eight. you know yeah and, and it's all the gracie baja yeah. which is now very mcdojo it's very just i mean there's some warm-ups are good but warm-up was something productive you know it's all so this is when this is when dave was still a hundred percent defcon like I was, when I'm loyal, I am loyal to almost a fault of my own. For sure. Um, I don't see past what was giving me joy and confidence. And I, I loved the kickboxing and the fighting. And so I would come in at lunch because my job, I, I, I had a two-hour lunch at lunchtime. So sometime I would come in at lunch and I would see you or I and a young girl there who was a homeschooled girl. Um, and they would be training and then I would find them, they, they'd be at the next, there was a restaurant next door, so they'd be eating lunch together and everything with no other adults around. And I'd be like, so what are y'all doing here? And he's like, well, you know, we're, we're eating lunch. And I'd be like, hey, how are you to the girl? Uh, and it just seemed, I didn't, I didn't, no red flags went up for me. Um, was, this, was this girl like underage? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, homeschool. Yeah, homeschool. Well, high school. So a lot of them, well, so all right. So as we went on, and DEFCON, again, like Dave said, would started to grow. Um, there were a lot of red flags that I think a lot of people, we all could have, you know, done better with. And a lot of them, and, and there's more than one, and they're, you know. Five. Yeah, we're not, you know, I don't, you know, unless they want to come on and talk about it. Um, in which I will leave an open door policy for any of them. Anytime you want to come and talk about anything from those days, I'm, I'm here and we'll do it. We'll and, go to full length and we'll do girls, whatever we got to do. 
if you ever do, I want to apologize. I should have stopped it sooner. Well, and, and but I, what what so what ended up being was um, there was a slew of girls that were either being groomed um, or having inappropriate interactions with, and the majority of them were underage. And I, I didn't know any. We didn't, no, we, no, no. So we uh, thought it. These girls, know. some like one of these girls was a fighter, and prior to like, but right before her her first tie fight, you know, yeah, he, she's she was she was sixteen at the time. Yeah, somewhere yes. in there. And, yeah, fifteen and or wanted sixteen. To be a, wanted to be an MMA fighter. MMA fight. was and, and, MMA was coming into popularity. I, she wanted I, to be a fighter. I trained her as a tie fighter. Yes. Tough as tough as nails, and and I loved her as a coach. That girl, if you told her to. Kick the bag a thousand times, she would kick it a thousand and one. Yeah, but the common theme from all of them that was uh, a like a consistent uh, uh, a common trend was girls would be there and either somehow like it would only be a few, and then somebody would leave, or however it would happen, they would end up there alone, and they would go back then. Defcon had showers in the locker rooms, and he just so happened to be coming in the locker room when you go to take a shower, to check, uh, check something, this or that, yeah, whatever stuff like that. that. And with this particular girl, um, not only did he do that, but she caught him trying to look through the curtains what while the she's showering. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm dead ass serious, bro. Yeah, and and this is stuff that we found out later. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt something going wrong, but to top off my fuck, my brain fuck. I, at this point, I had gotten divorced, I had been dating, and then I met my wife, who I'm married to now. Um, the woman of my, uh, that, my absolute dreams, like, she's a 10, that should be definitely, how I got, that, how I hit that out of the strike zone, I have no way. We're all still very confused. Uh, by the way, it, my wife said is probably the only woman that she can imagine that keeps your ass in check. She's still, when, when, she she's walked, it when she walked into the <laughs> restaurant, yeah, she, we, we, yeah. were, we were invited to go on a blind date by my ex-wife's family. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, okay. so okay. she walks in. I looked at the bartender. I gave him a $20 tip. I said, I'm fucked. <laughs> I said, I'm fucked. She just smiled, exuded confidence. Yeah. Um, she had it put together. I just was hoping to leave a good impression. I never thought we'd go back out. Never thought we'd get married. I was like, this girl's sitting down with me, and she's not like running out of here. Let's start throwing beers at her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, you know, I threw 10 beers at her, and that girl didn't even shake a blade. <laughs> so, <laughs> so my old boss would say, Dave, you out-punted your coverage. By, yeah. Listen, I, I literally punted this into the stands. Yeah, um, what, whatever uh, analogy yeah. you want to use, Dave went to bat, closed his eyes, and swung yes. as hard as he could. <laughs> um, and put it into the um, pond and, over a right field fence. And, 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 and not only did I get a very attractive woman, I got a woman that has got her shit together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She is a Christian, hardworking, yeah. got her own business. Um, I don't have to say anything. Um, and on top of all this, she actually loves me, which sure. is, which is, I can't, I, I regret, I, I, I make fun of her. I will never let her make another decision in our entire family because she decided to marry me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it automatically calls any decision making yes, into, 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 into question. Really puts, question. puts her in so, question. It puts yes. her tear yes. back. Yes. Like, it's yeah. like, yeah. that's a really good point. You know, you nah, got everything together, but you got We're going to think about it for yeah. a second. Yeah. Let's, I, let's circle maybe back. Maybe she's not <laughs> as smart as we thought. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, do you ever, like, look at a really hot girl and they got this one significant thing that makes them not hot? 
I'm that significant. <laughs> I'm the space in the teeth. I'm the zit. That's I'm, gold. I'm, 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 I'm the He's the birth defect. He's the birth defect. I'm the hair. I'm the hair. I'm that. I'm that weird limb that she's got. That's going on Instagram. So. That's Literally, the comment. I tell Heather, listen, I'm doing this thing. I really love it. Um, it's part of my who I am and yeah. what I'm doing. Why don't you come and train? Um, Heather comes and trains and literally jumps into it. Like she's training every single day, now twice a day. Dance background. Dance background. Yeah. Athlete. You know, just yeah. an athlete. Can't play baseball or softball to save her life, but the girl's got flexibility, strength, speed, and she's got a mind for if you tell her to, to train a technique – She's going to do it for days. And that, that's yet. those dancers, man. Yeah. Like they, 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 they choreograph all the time. Yeah. And they just, like, you, you can coach them through and they will rep it out. Yes. Almost to a T. Like, you're just, like, almost like it's a, like you have a video game controller. Yes. Like, yeah. and they'll do it and yep. they'll knock it out. We've seen it time and time they'll, again. They'll, and she was killing it. They'll bro. deal through pain and everything. Yeah. So, Heather's training for about a year. Um, side note. The first tournament Heather ever did was like after six weeks as a white belt. <laughs> so I've like got a naga. Like we, I throw her in a naga bracket, and she's got Laura Weldon in her division, <laughs> <laughs> who's a black belt now. And Laura was had been a knuckle up for like two years as a white belt. Um, Heather does really good in the first match, and Laura armbars her in like thirteen seconds, and then gets her blue belt on the on the. So that's how long ago this was. Um, wow. Heather's training, like and Laura got her black under RP, huh? Yes, try right, baby. Yes, it all it all cyclical. Really. Yeah, right. Um, so Heather's training, and all of a sudden, I come home one day, and Heather's jujitsu bag, geese belts, and everything are just thrown in the closet. And our usually my geese are all over the house, pretty much type thing. And her bag had a spot because she trained every day. Right. So I was like, oh, okay, you know. So six months goes by, and she still hasn't gone to training. And I literally, I was like, Heather, why aren't you training? I got work and I'm busy and, you know, just got the, the normal, what every working adult runs into at some point. When you do jujitsu long enough, you have highs and lows of training. Um, yeah, it just, sure. life does that to you. Your kids, like your kids, your family, your sickness, um, you know, work, you know, your, 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 your identity changes. The only reason mine doesn't as much is because I own my own business so I can set my hours. Yeah. And I literally set them to jujitsu. <laughs> my highs and lows usually come within one open mat. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it'd be like that. So Heather's, Heather's not training now and I'm getting more frustrated about it. So I'm like, Hey baby, why don't you train? Why don't you go train with me? So she came to one night class with me which was very rare um she had wednesdays off i'm like why don't you come to a gi class with me and she decided to go she came in started the warm-ups and just like locked to my hip and when i say this is not heather um when we go into a room heather is trying to push me away from her because she doesn't want to know that um you know she doesn't want me to talk to her really because i i'm me um but uh She's locked in my head. Very independent. Yes. She's very, Heather is well, very we're, we're training and she gets up, yes. gets up, goes to the bathroom, grabs her bag and goes to the car. Tells me she's not feeling good. So. And your red flags are going off. Um, I'm angry. I'm angry because if there's a problem, I felt she should have told me. Right. So I go home that night and I'm like, you know, what's going on? And I kept getting nothing, 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 nothing. Um. I'm not the smartest, you know, person in a room. Um, I'm not the dumbest, but I'm definitely not the smartest. 
but I have a good idea when somebody's not telling me the full truth. Um, back in New Jersey, and yeah, obvious yes, something is happening. Yeah, uh, back yeah, in New Jersey, when somebody's lying to you, you can just tell by their eyes and their body language that something's. So I start getting angry, which is not the proper thing to do. It doesn't help anything. Mm. So I, I'm like, what the hell's going on? What did I do? What's going on? Did like you know? And she just says something happened at the lunch class. I'm never going back to that fucking place again. This is a red flag for me because Heather never drops the F-bomb. Mm. And when I mean never, never. Like Mark Aker. Yes, yes. Heather drops the F-bomb, and I literally was like, oh, oh, oh. So I start digging it. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? The more I dig in, the more she pushes back. Mm. So she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Walks away from me. And I'm one of those people that I, if it's there's a problem, I want to fix it right now. Uh, we're men. That's right what, now. It's got to be fixed now. Yeah, we're fixers, right? Yes, I mean, as, so, as men at our core, we, we want to so fix everything. She looked at me and she said, if you don't get away from me, I'm going to go to my mom's house. Hmm. And hmm. I said, well, this is a first. And I said, is it something that I've done? She said, it's nothing you've done. We'll talk about it tomorrow. So hmm. I said, all right, I was up the entire night, go to work. I get up early. Heather Heather sleeps a little later than me. I come home at lunch, which I was going to go do jujitsu. I come home at lunch. You know, right at 12 o'clock, I'm at the front door. You know, what's what's my, She's like, Dave, you got to chill out a little bit. She says, um, I was rolling. I was held down, held down, held, and touched inappropriately. And I said, what? And she said, I was held down, touched inappropriately, and then not let back up. I started screaming. I started yelling. Uh, uh, now, the whole jujitsu world of mine is crumbling. Mm-hmm. Um, not only am I worried about my, my girlfriend, who would soon be my wife, not only the love of my life, I'm worried about what happens to my jujitsu, what happens to me coaching these MMA guys. Like, what is going to – I'm thinking about myself, her, everybody else – and I, I had to focus in on what happened to her. And I was like, what happened? What happened? What happened? And the more I dug in, the more she pushed back again. She's like, I, I, I'm, I, I just, I was touched inappropriately. I'm not going to tell you anymore. I was touched in a way I didn't want, and I was held down. And I said, well, how did you get away? And she's like, I, I'm not. She literally ended up telling the story to my buddy, Jonathan Collins. And Jonathan fed it back to me in probably a much more tamer way. Because I was literally, in my mind, my first thought was, and it was totally imaginary, but my first thought was, I'm going to get a grenade, I'm going to get a bomb, I'm just going to firebomb the whole, boop, wherever it was, we'll just drop a bomb in their back of their car. Well, that's exactly where your head goes with something like this. Like, you, um, you want to, and, yeah. and like I said, want, not do, but yeah, want, I, I, you want to kill well, a guy in this I wanted, I wanted to hurt the person, and it was you or I who fucking did it. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm, I don't care if the fucker sues me, takes me to court. Take me to court. Please, motherfucker, take me to court. Well, yeah, then there's no reason not to. Uh, guess, guess who's going to come with me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we, that's absolutely right. We will, we will Bill Cosby this shit all the way to the that's fucking Absolutely end. right. Um, yep. And you or I touched her, rubbed her, wouldn't let her up, held her down. Why? After the last person left at lunch. You or I said, I'll show you another move. Which is, again, a common yep. trait, that, a I, common uh, a theme that Heather, you would see with Heather, him. And, and so then I find out, and in my head I'm thinking of all the ways to get back at this guy. Um, I talked to Kyle. Kyle and I had a conversation, Jersey style. Um, I talked, I t- I, Mark wasn't around. I talked to several people, Matt Daniel, a few other people. Um, and I, in my mind... This is the, my thought process. 
Um, if I fight this guy, I will give him exactly what he wants. He's a better mm-hmm. MMA fighter than me. He's a bigger, stronger guy than me. If I whoop his ass, there's always going to be an excuse that I didn't. Mm-hmm. If he whoops my ass, then he uses it to build more of an MMA program or to highlight real me somewhere. Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but like a guy like that, and, and honestly, I mean, even as, as a black belt, there's certain black belts that if we're doing this for real, we're not slapping hands and bumping fists because that's not where this is going to go. Yeah. So whatever, whatever you think this would be, like as far as like, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come down there and we'll fight. Well, what what the fuck what do you think is about to means? happen, bro? Yeah. Like, I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but that's that's not where this goes. For yeah. one, I have to treat this like this is a real world scenario yeah. with yeah. me and you guys. Life or death. It, it, it and really so, real. if you can absolutely are more efficient you're, at getting to my neck than yeah. I am to getting to your neck, yep. mm-hmm. well then, buddy, I got I got and, people counting we, on me at and home. We know that, yeah, yeah and I, I know that. Yeah, why would thing. I fight you fair? Yep. And that, that's something we've talked about, you know, multiple times when we have talked about like self defense situations and things, you know, and and as someone that the more you train and the longer you train and especially once you get to a, a, as a black belt you not only understand you know how much damage you can do to someone you also understand if someone else is trained and they're they're more athletic and they're more trained than you mm. what damage they can do to you yeah, you understand yeah. in, violence. A, in a in a yeah. in a in in that type of of controlled scenario mm-hmm. well yep. i think so, at that point it's not controlled no, that's no, exactly it, the point no, that's, no, the, that's point. the point though yeah. I mean, they, those guys a lot of those guys or whatever. especially well, especially those going, the, yeah, those gonna, those yeah, old school like fighters that's the way they handled problems was, I'll oh, just come in and we'll fight on the mat, and it'll be an a MMA fight. Hey, man, if we, if we, know, were, if we, they if we were jawing back and forth in traffic, maybe. Yeah. But with this? No, yeah. But, th- like, think of even back into, like, the Vanderlei Silva. We were talking yes. about that. Like, the, mm. the, the behind the crazy the horse, crazy horse or whatever yeah, thing was. Yeah. Cra- crazy horse uh, fight. You know, behind the scenes, you know, as those MMA fighters in those late 90s, early 2000s, that's how they handled every conflict was we'll just come in and we'll we'll just fight like MMA fight. And and it might not be, you know, exactly like commission there, but it's going to be under this assumed rule set of we're just we're just fighting like men. I I had no rule set set in my head. Yeah. So Mm. what I thought was if I kill this guy. I have a nine or ten year old son that mm-hmm. I'll never see again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a, a wonderful wife that I'm going to be that I'm going to be marrying. I'll never see her again. And why would she stay? Yeah. So in my mind, I'm thinking all these things, and I said, you know what? I said, let's let's sit down and think about this truly. Well, and, and before you go into that, except in that thought process too, though, that is absolutely pretty much more for us mm-hmm. than it is for them yes yeah yep. and i and i fell for it too i fell for it time and time again not yep. even not just with this scenario because yep. it hits home for me because in my own family things yep. like this yeah and it, it, it's just what we do yeah like the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go i'm this is a problem i'm gonna go fix it i'm gonna get yeah. I'm gonna fix it for the me. best way yeah. i know yeah. how yes yeah. but it does nothing nothing yep. for the victim and the, and the woman in yeah. the situation it would, it at all make her struggle more it just if, drags, if she came to me and was like i want stuff. this motherfucker gone now yeah. are you gonna be the all one right. to do it i'll do it i got you yeah. he's dead so he's dead done I, I i decide in my head that the way i've always seen people make other people suffer like suffer is financially mm-hmm. so i was going to just leave leave him and see what happens Mm. So I went back to him and I said, this is what Heather said you did. 
deny, 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 deny. Right, yeah. And I said, I am no longer going to train at this gym anymore. I, I can't even show up here. I'm sick to my stomach. And he's, oh, no, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. And I said, I'm not going to say anything. Only a few people know that I'm leaving. And I said, I, I talked to a few of my friends on the sidebar. Well, and Heather didn't want anything yeah. said. And I said, uh-huh. so I'm going to leave. If you say one negative thing about me to this room, I said, you're going to fucking regret it. I said, because I'm a doctor in the neighboring town. I'm in the same county. I don't need you talking shit about me when I'm doing something right. If you open your mouth, I'm going to, I'm going to come back in, in hard. So this would have been like September. Is that time frame time of year? No. What what time? This of year would have been this? summertime or something. So yeah. August, yeah. August. Yes, it was it was August September. You're one hundred percent right. But but and just so, for context, you know, and and I'm bringing this in from prior conversations. Heather was not the only. No, so, no, that's, that's what we were saying before. No, I'll, yeah. get, I'll get into that. So, yeah, okay, so, okay, okay, the, okay, and, okay. And just to kind of tie things back in and, and to bring you know the pieces along with us to make sure we're we're telling a complete story. It was around this time where we I moved back from Florida. So I think I moved back into right around the beginning of August yep. uh, of that year um, and and came back to Carrollton area, came back to DEFCON. So I remember, you know, I had trained a couple weeks, you know, had just seen these guys in passing again. Hey, you know, cool to see you. I think you were a purple at the time. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, my purple. and But, well, by then we were already in the garage. No, 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 no. I, I came back bef- right before you guys left. Uh, but I saw you at Kakuto, right? You you were competing, yes. And and right when as did I, I compete came back, while we were in the warehouse? Did I'm, I do a comp in that sure. warehouse? I'm I might have sure. done one, yeah. so yeah. that's possible. Yeah. I, no, went, I think no. Jeff, I think this was before. Did you do a Kakuto before you left DefCon? Yes, yes, but it was in the gi. It wasn't the one where I okay. saw you at. I, so, uh, that was the one I went with. Uh, so I Joe may not and, even have and, seen you then when I first came back. Okay. So I came okay. first came back from 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 Florida. Uh, it was it was that beginning mid August of that of that same year. Yep. Um, and I got promoted almost immediately to purple belt. And again, mm. I was overdue. I I had been a blue belt yeah. for at this point five years. <laughs> uh, no, still had no stripes on my belt. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I went from blue to purple under Uri in one year. Yeah, so and I, my jujitsu was not purple. Yeah, so I, I did. I got promoted to to. He gave me my purple belt uh, right as I came back, um, and it was and it was right around this time. So so I may not have even seen you at DefCon when I returned. No, not at DefCon. Like two two. Yeah, yeah so not at DefCon. It was like two no. weeks. I no, was back. We were already gone. And and you guys you guys were gone. And I just hear, you know, uh, you know, F. Dave Schumacher about two weeks later, right? It had all kind of ha- – all this had happened, what you just explained, and you guys had left, and you guys went. And I'm, I'm there, and I'm like, wait, where, you know, what, what's going on? What, yeah. What's happening? So as as he – you know, Uriah kind of is, is F. Dave Schumacher, and, and 
all the like, things well, I asked him not to. Yeah, do. all the things that 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 you know he's trying to ruin me. Those are all things that that he was saying like openly. Yeah, but if, yeah, in his gym, if, if he's he trying wanted, to be ruined. You would have been ruined. No, no, for sure. You and, know? and that this is just what he was portraying and right, putting out right, in right. in his gym was. Now, now, he's trying to ruin me. He's just starting up another gym. There is some truth to that. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But but there's there's context to it though. Yes. And, and he he definitely wasn't given giving that full context. Well, not not why the, the day no. I told the day I told him not to talk up that night that night all the guys from the class started messaging me on facebook mm. what the hell happened he's bashing you down he's doing this he's doing that um then several of the girls who i was close to in the mma classes and the thai classes mm. contacted me and i told them flat out what happened well i got messaged from like anywhere between five to eight girls all having the same comments same, same exact to some, thing. To some degree, same yeah, degree yeah. Highers and lowers. Some, and then, some were working towards it. The others were like then, he, from every, everything those, from grooming to trying to peep on you in the shower. All the of those eight. What's this guy's name? Ure Rodriguez Jr. You are. You are. You are another. You are two. You are's. You are. You are. I a h. To put we'll it, just look up uh, Rodriguez. You are J in Washington State. Yeah. You'll well, find his whole the, thing. Here's the thing, guys. Because yeah. he moved we, the fuck away. I want to troll him. We Well, listen, it's better to let it go because yeah. it only hurts what we've got going here. Yeah. This is the same guy who, at when Mobley, Mr. Mobley, the diamond owner, got killed in Villarica, yes. Uri went to, the, went to the media and said that he choked the guy unconscious that shot Mr. Mobley. Yeah. Said that he's the one that caught him. Yeah. The Villarica to police department, I know the cops that caught him. Kai was one of them. Mm -hmm. The cops came like, he didn't do that. They released a, a, a statement, statement saying, saying that yeah. you or I didn't do it. Yeah. So this guy blatantly lied about catching Just a killer. His sister, press. Sandra, that works at Pioneer Ford, is the accountant. Yes. Knew all about, like, she, she backs that up 100% that, like, that was her brother that died. Yes. Like, she, she was like, yeah, did you know the guy that owned that gym that lied about like all, yeah yeah well, well we left but he, yeah uh, he came into the gym telling me and nick sprayberry that he had just choked out the murder the murder yeah chased him down and yes, choked chased him yeah. down and caught him in kudzu like yeah. details that you don't ever know kai waldo and his partner are the ones that caught him yeah yeah so, so it, this is stolen as, valor to me yeah, as well. As, well, as, it just adds to, like, it, it just adds to who this guy is. I'm sorry my emotions are starting to get no, up. No, no, man, you're good. So, um, you're good. I don't even know the guy, and I'd like, like to stab yeah, him. But as, here's, here's as, the thing. As all this happened with, with Dave, and, and you guys you guys shifted away, and all these pieces start falling together, that was, that again, that was when I, so I came back in, and, and he's going this full, you know, Dave Schumacher's trying to, trying to ruin me. Shitmaker. Yeah, he's trying to ruin me. <laughs> And all this, and, and I again knew Dave just kind of very vaguely. You know, I, I, he, you or I knew that I was I, I was a minister and, and knew that I was, and, and he played off of all that too. And he played off the fact that that I wasn't involved. Con He's a con artist. That, that I wasn't directly involved in the situation because I had been away. I didn't know anything that was going on. So he's like, you know, oh, he's just trying to steal my my academy. He's trying to do this. He's trying to ruin me. And and there was a time, and just how manipulative he he is, just to kind of give some context. He pulled me. You remember that sauna room that we used to have? Oh, they yeah. used to have a DefCon right, right off the main. They mat. smoke weed in there. Yeah, right off the main mat space. He pulls so they me almost in. Killed Casey. Yeah, yeah. He pulls me cutting. in. Uh, he pulls me in there, 
um, right as you all this was happening, and, and you guys had, had left, um, and it might have been a week uh, after you guys had left, and, and at the time, I was still very hobbyist, so I was coming one or two nights a week, so he pulls me in, and he, he breaks down starts crying, and he's, he's telling me that, you know, how Dave is, is lying to him, and, you know, he needs my help, and he wants me to pray with him, has me pray with him. Right there in 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 the room has me pray I think with maybe him. Maybe Brian Dean experienced something pretty similar. Yeah, has me pray with him. You know, hu- you know, crying. You know, hugs. You know, tears on my chest, kind of stuff. You know, oh brother. You know, my champion. You know, you, you please. You know, you is got that to- when he slid you your purple belt? No, it was before that. Oh, okay. I, I got my purple belt. Yeah, he, he, he earned a slipper from yeah. my champion. By the way, yeah, your no, purple belt. I, I got my purple belt because I was. You messing. know, tears to turn a blue belt purple. Yeah. <laughs> I was messing every blue belt that he had up in his whole room when I came back. That's how I got to my purples. I started footlocking everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I was was messing his room up, and and he couldn't have it. And and actually swept him, flower swept him uh, in the gi. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he uh, he heel hooked me. So in the in gi, the gi. In the yeah. gi. yeah, yeah after I swept him. Yeah. So anyway, so he he hugs me, tells me you know he, how he needs me, and he wants me to pray with him. Really, just plays off my emotions and my character, yeah. and, and and tells me that Dave's just trying. Very vague, doesn't say anything other than Dave's trying to ruin him. So I called Dave at, at that time. Actually, I went. I, I went down to where you and you guys were yeah. with Chad's. Well. Or in the, uh, the, let me, the, let me the academy. Yep. So Mark and I were vague friends, acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, acquaintances. Um, I had told Kyle, I had told some of the guys from the gym I was leaving. I didn't know who was leaving with me. Yep. My plan was to train at Knuckle Up. My plan was to go to Alliance. My plan was to go to, I couldn't go to Travin. You well, know, we knew Clay back then. Yeah, Clay so, was a gym So I, could, I, I was going to go to James. Like, I was just going to travel around and be like a Ronin. Just, you know, mm-hmm. most likely train at Knuckle Up because that's where Tony was training. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would get some rolls in and I would do my jiu-jitsu. The fact that it was a half hour, 45 minutes away was not good, but I was willing to suck it up and just do it. Maybe once, twice a week. So, <clears throat> so I'm talking to Chad and Chad has a young daughter. Kyle says he wants his daughters to start training again. I'm like, don't, don't. Don't. Well, and then my oldest was becoming a teenager. Yeah, I said and don't. And she's I tall said, don't. as I was. Yeah. And- yeah, I said don't, Kyle. And so I didn't expect we, my buddy Chad Smith and I, Chad's like, well, I got a warehouse. If you can find some mats, we'll roll in there. Chad, when I said I was leaving, Chad's like, I'm out. Done. Yep. Yep. You know, yep. no, no questions asked. Like, didn't, like, what happened? Not, not even what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad's like, I got a warehouse. What do you want to do? So I bought a 500 square foot wrestling mat and we put it into a warehouse with no heating and air. Um, no, we put it in a warehouse with like safety rails and forklifts driving around. Yes. A distribution warehouse. Yes. A distribution <laughs> yes. warehouse. Where, where, where was this? Villarica. 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 In, in, that in industrial a, uh, area. Industrial park yeah. in yeah. Villarica. Yeah. Um, it was, if it was 100 outside, it was 135 in that place. It was the worst and I had ever. I wish I had been there. When we first were there, when we first were there, Cody Heller walks in. I never would have expected Cody to come in there. When I say never, I never would have expected because he was ground from he the was ground, ground up. from west west side. Yeah. He like, was a URI guy. Other than URI, it was like Chip Coffee, yes. and that was it. Like, yeah, he was a URI guy. When Cody walked in, he's like, "I heard what happened. I'm never going back." There you go. And right there, I was like, "This is a this is a solid motherfucker." Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was Fucking like, this, right. "This guy is this he guy." He saw is it. Solid. He knew it. He didn't. He didn't ask for details. He said, "I know it. I felt it. We're good. That's all you need." Um. So we started training. 
Mm. Um, and we trained maybe eight or ten of us. But what would happen was guys from DEFCON would slide over and train with us just to get information and say what yeah. I was saying and then go back there. Little scummy douchebags. Mm -hmm. uh, Keith Graves was one of them. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, just, and you yeah. don't like what I'm saying? Tough shit. Um, you ain't liked it for 10 fucking years. Go you know, fuck yourself. You know, they're, they're coming over. They're getting a bunch of information or just trying to mm -hmm. suck your eyes dick. We're in a we're, warehouse. You know, you know like, we're training. Well, how about leave us alone? We're skating. We're skating. On <laughs> how are we the bad guys? We're over here in a fucking warehouse. You know, like. I'm trying to steal money on a 500 square foot mat in 2,000 degrees. Don't even have a name. We're still, yeah, you're well, stealing money. Yeah, and no there's, name. There's no, no name. name. So, there's no, no integrity yet. No, so, no, no nothing. So the only reason I collected money at all was to help me pay for the mats because I came out of pocket with it. Right. Um, Mark, Mark comes to me and says, hey, Dave, um, I just want to let you know that I'm going to stay at DEFCON. And I said, man, I, you can, Mark, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. And I said, you're a good guy. He said, I'm feeling God is in this equation, and I need to use God to try to fix this problem here. And I said, Mark, I respect you for the no more than I expected for the yes. Um, and Mark said, I'm not going to be there. I hope you guys all the best. Love you guys. And I said, Mark, the door is always open. Yeah. I said, if you ever, ever want to train with us, if you just want to cross train, um, you come train with us. Mm -hmm. Now, side note, I cross-trained. My mom and dad lived in, in Middletown, New Jersey, which is real close to Manhattan. I cross-trained at Marcelo Garcia's gym, who is an idol of mine. Yeah. And I put it on the emerging Facebook. I put it on Facebook, and I got screamed at by URI for going and cross-training. This is why you were still with... You're right, before yes, all that. before yeah, all this, yeah, before yeah. all this. I trained with Marcelo, and he said never to post a picture of me training with anybody else but <laughs> RJ. I'm, so a, I have I'm a, a 37-year-old man. <laughs> look, I have, a, I have a, an equal a, a story very similar to that. So when I, when I got my purple belt, again, I'd been back like a week or two. I got my purple belt. I did a, a post on Instagram where I, I, it was very important to me, and I tagged uh, Professor Crow. Mm-hmm. I tagged Brian Dean, all my, my instruct, instructors previously, Philip Smith. Um, I tagged everybody that I had trained under and thanked Uriah for giving me my purple belt. The Joker sends me a message because him and Crow at that point were, were on the outs yeah. and asked me to untag Crow Another from, my, theme. From, my, from my post. He's like, hey, you know, I know I won't even attempt the Brazilian because he doesn't deserve it. Uh I know that you, uh, you know, you trained under Crow, but but he's he's, as ironically enough, he said he's not a very good guy, uh, and and I I want you to, uh, you know, if you're going to tag him, don't tag me in your purple belt post, and I was like, well, that's weird, you know, weird. I, I, I'm and and again at the time I really ignorant to a lot of the politics of the brazilian jiu-jitsu you know what we all know now mm -hmm. and, and have came to learn i i did, didn't know any of it so i was like oh that's weird i said but i don't know i said i, I told him i said you know he was a he's the reason that i started jiu-jitsu <laughs> you know I, I said i can't really not thank him and so then he backed off he, he's like well i okay if you feel strongly about it you know <laughs> Uh, you know you can you can you it's okay you can keep him on there well, but but he you. asked me to to remove you know one the guy that got me into jujitsu two who was his friend for a long time and and they had trained together at gracie baja for a long time 
you know, to, to remove him from a post, just, just thanking him for helping me get started with jujitsu. You were starting to yeah. smell like a Creante. Yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. right. So uh, and that then, was Creante big time back so, then. So as all this oh, yeah. has kind of happened, he, uh, again, he plays off the emotions, and and I did. I felt, you know, I didn't have I didn't have daughters. I didn't. My wife didn't train. I didn't have anything, and, and I felt like, and I prayed about it, um, and, and I felt like that that I it, it was almost a duty of mine as as a minister to try if he's asking me for help to yep. try to help him and, and pray with him i agree now it it didn't it didn't last long <laughs> well no i think it was, it was uh, well i was i told mark earlier i said he said he wasn't mark wasn't coming and mm-hmm. i told kyle i told cody and no sooner did the words come out of my mouth mark's not coming mark shows up at the at the at the um at the garage it says, "All right, boys, we're gonna we're rolling, we're hitting it." <laughs> we're, we're so, hitting. so, so let me ask you, Mark what what was the what, what was, was the switch? The, what was the turning point for so, you? Uh, so, it, it's just like anything. The more if you you just peel the close, onion layers yeah, back, if you get close enough, okay. And I'm not ignorant either. You know, I'm right, not right, an ignorant right. person, and, and you know, sometimes I'm ignorant. Well, but. No, being Christian doesn't mean that you're, no, and that, it, you're that you're stupid or you're, you're you and, just but, happen to be trust people more easily. And, and I and also you you believe in redemption, right? And and, and that that's the core of, of Christianity is yeah. forgiveness and redemption. And because I wasn't directly connected, I felt like I could be you know outside of it enough to try to help him. That if he really was wanting something different and wanting God and wanting you know to to go beyond where he was that maybe i could help him it may have taken a week mm-hmm. um but this was also without the full story and, and i had no idea yeah, that's what i'm yeah, saying i had so no idea like, all, all i knew was well, that that dave had left that the, the story that i had and knew was that david left you know I, I don't think i even asked when i called him the first time i told him i wasn't coming that he had left um, and then there were these rumors of things that had happened, right? And and I didn't know Heather was involved. I didn't know. I just that there were rumors. Uh, you know, he had, he had cheated on on his wife. Uh, you know, with fought uh, and brawled you know, like, with a couple times. So I knew he wasn't a more. This is this good, Uriah Dix? Yeah. So yeah. Doc and I, Greg Johnson, Doc and I came in at a lunch class one day, and Uriah's piled up in the back room, like his back office, overdosed on pills. Because him and Bonnie got into a physical altercation, and Bonnie was his wife, and he threw Bonnie around, and Bonnie left and kicked him out of the house. So he, he took a bunch of pills. So he said, and Doc and I are like, I'm a doctor. Doc's a, a medical doctor. We're checking his pulse and all that stuff. Like we're we're taking this guy into our our heart, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, but. So it, it became really obvious really quick to me that he was trying to do nothing but to manipulate. And it was around that time he started hand about, handing out belt promotions to everybody. You know, Another and, common theme as the yeah, years went and on. As, you know, as, as Dave's, Dave left and, and a few had, had left just because they were aware of what was going on and, and they didn't feel obviously any moral obligation to anything that they other than themselves and their family, which is where they should have lied. My, my, and my, my main objective yep. was to get those girls that were in the Absolutely. situation out of there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my wife happened to be one of them. So yeah. he, he being Uriah, Uriah, 
immediately, like within that first week. So after he pulls me aside, cries, you know, asks me to pray for with him and tells me that he, he needs God in his life. And, you know, once, you know, immediately after that, he felt like apparently I was, it was safe for, for him to back away from me a little bit. Mm. So he, he didn't, uh, he, he didn't, you know, pressure and like really go he didn't give me a, a brown belt but he had just promoted me to purple you know nothing, nothing like that but i immediately saw him shift his focus to everyone else that was that was still there so guys that had just you know were short time blue belts were all of a sudden purple belts like they had been blue belts for a couple months yeah and all of a sudden they're purple belts and i'm looking at this or like guys would walk at, in and hadn't been there and got a belt had, hadn't been there at all hadn't mm-hmm. trained at all and yeah. all of a sudden they're back and they're getting promoted so I started. I looked at it, and then as the rumors started here, and I would, I, I, again took just days, and, and so then I had another conversation with him. I had a follow up conversation with him, and and I was like, "Hey, man," I said, "There's some some really bad stuff that I'm hearing," and then he got really angry. And I don't know that I've ever told you guys this part of it. You know, uh, when I went back to have that follow up conversation, you know, and I was like, "Hey, there's some some rumors of some some messed up stuff that that is going around." You know things that you didn't tell me when when we talked a, a week ago, and, and I said, you know, I, I I just need to know kind of where you're at. You know, is did this stuff happen? Did did you did you do these things? Did you did you mess with girls? Did you? And, and he got angry with me, and and he said, you're just like them. You know, you're just like them. I, you know, you've been talking to Dave Schumacher. You've been talking you you've been talking to all those. And I had other than that one conversation, I hadn't talked to Dave. So he starts attacking me and attacking my character right there in on you know, on the side of the mat uh, with with uh, no no one in the room you know just attacking and I said hey man I said look I said I don't have to be here I said I'm here because you asked me to to help you and to pray with you and to to help you get 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 right and, and get close to God that's why I'm here mm. you know I don't I don't have to be here and and he's like well you, you can just go on with the rest of me if you're going to believe that I said well. You're, I'm just telling you what's happened, and, and he's like, "Well, well, yeah, maybe I might not have been the, I may have not been the, the best husband that I could have ever been," and started with like these vague, you know, vague inferences to that he has has been, you know, uh, has has been, uh, you know, tight, you know, has has cheated on his wife, and and maybe he has done some of these things, and. And I was like, okay. I said, well, look, I, I'm out. I, I said, I'm out. I, I said, you're, you're. This isn't the conversation we had. This isn't what what you said that you wanted. And and I don't, I don't have an obligation to stay here. So yeah, I'm out. I, I said, I don't know where I'm going to go. And at the time, I did. I said, I don't know where I'm yeah. going to go. Yeah. I so, said, I don't. I said, just so you. I said, you can say that I'm going to Dave Schumacher if you want. I said, but I don't. I said, I don't even know where Dave Schumacher's at right now. I don't know yeah. where he's training right now. We, I said, so I said, this has nothing to do with Dave Schumacher. This this has to do with you. Yeah. I said, you 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 and I right now are the ones that are having the conversation. This is the problem that I'm having with you. Yeah. I'm hearing all these things and and all these things are starting to line up and and it's like you guys were speaking to earlier you start to see you know hindsight is 2020 yeah. yes so you start to look with hindsight and you start to remember times where you know it was just him and a 16 year old girl in the academy doing a quote-unquote private lesson and and the that should never and the, happen and the mood changed but you gotta think them and we, we, we were all sold on the yeah. Con, yeah. man. like he but couldn't look, have done any wrong it was jujitsu over yes. everything and this is the, the so and, and, Jeff. Okay, I, but, but, but but that's but, the culture. This yeah. is this is that's yeah. what I was going to say. I know this but is I'm the saying, Brazilian. Even if McCoy, who's mm-hmm. fifteen, yep. said I want to take a private lesson. Yeah, 
as much as I trust all three of you, like yep. my brother, yep. I would still be Absolutely. there in Jeff, the room. Jeff, I would, you know? But here's yes. the difference. Every one of us would have somebody else there. Absolutely. Yeah. Of, it's right. Bring somebody right. with That's, the That's difference. right. That's yeah. the difference. Yeah. But see, yeah. there, there is this culture in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and it's came out a lot. You know, you've heard about it a lot over the last couple of years that where uh, it, it's it's prevalent in in that culture, that early Brazilian jiu-jitsu culture. It was it, it is a breeding ground in some areas for predators, yeah. for these guys that that are narcissistic, um, that have serious mental issues, that are Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts. And they are predators. There's there's cases in Florida right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's cases in Texas right now, and they're starting to pop up more and more and more. Yes. Well, around that girls. time, there was the Lord Irvin stuff. Yeah, the, like yes. there was there was that whole where all they were, this stuff. You know, they were threatening them with like you you want to be on competition team. You want, which is all the the same yeah. stuff he you know that he so, this guy was doing. But. Heather Heather's still out. We're at the warehouse. Yes. Chad decides to do other business stuff, and moves out of the warehouse mm. so now we don't have a place to train oh my god crap so i go to my wife my wife owns a dance studio she's a owns an academy i'm like can i put my mats in your uh in your oh dance god, room i forgot can I put we my were mats there in your dance while. room for uh and no air conditioning you know keep the doors closed and we trained in there for about a month to two months tuesdays and thursday nights yep um, and it was as bad, if not worse, than the. No, it wasn't worse. <laughs> it definitely Chad, wasn't Chad's, worse than that warehouse. Chad's the hell because uh, we had the air conditioning to walk into. It, she at least had doors that were open yes. that were near us. So then, across the street, Heather's renter is a guy named Tony Marlowe, who she rents her academy from. Um, we we decided to look at the. Um, he rented out this garage and another small little office building. For eight hundred dollars cash. Okay, I paid for six months and got the mats and moved them over there, and we still didn't have them name. So we uh, that so we went across. We went we went in there. We did about zero build out. We did about zero. We actually took mats. I bought mats from Brian Dean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, puzzle, puzzle mats. mats. We bought puzzle mats from Brian Dean, and I actually. Uh, bolted them into the walls. Yeah. So when you some roll, you didn't hit some of them. Some of them were bolted. Some of them were just leaned against yeah, the wall. We, leaned, we, leaned, we had yeah. heavy bags against the wall. Yeah. And we literally started Integrity Jiu Jitsu 2015. Hey. Um, I got a business business license and everything, and we had roughly so five of us. <laughs> five or yeah. Six of us. Yeah. yeah. Tell, tell me how you came up with the name Integrity. Um. That was yep. something. So, so as as we kind of all came together and and we're we're in that little spot, we're like, okay, well, what do we what do we call ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. What, what are we? And and Dave's like, well, why are we here? Yeah, the the reality is is that I always have a dual meaning for everything that I do. So when I picked integrity, that's because what we have. I have a <laughs> tattoo of the integrity symbol on my chest, mm-hmm. um, and I try to be as I try to as in my own values and my own definition of integrity i try to live by that everybody's is going to be a little different there's going to be somebody that says i'm a jerk i did this i did that but i try to live by a moral code and it's christian based mm-hmm. i'm not the best christian not the worst christian but definitely not the best um my language if my mom was still alive would she have some <laughs> questions about that yeah my mom my mom would my mom would slap me a little bit but um i try to live by a moral code 
So that's where the integrity, and I knew if I named it integrity, that every time it was mentioned, every time it was talked about, that it would poke your eye just a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> I just wanted, to, Jeff, I just wanted to give him a little this. Every just day. poke it. Just, just poke reach out every and poke day. it. It's death by a thousand yeah, cuts. Just, just poke so it. So <laughs> when I started it, when I started yeah. it, we, put, we, we, we got the name, we, we put the name, and then I, the reality is, is I did it a little bit too because it's me, and a little bit because it was poking your eye. Mm-hmm initially in the integrity initial days all i really wanted to do was put that motherfucker out of business sure um and i told this to kyle kyle's about the only one that i said i don't care how much it costs me <laughs> yeah. but i can play i can play the long game way more than he can yeah. sure oh like, yeah. i can play the long game drove um, his shit down to 65 dollars a month yes, real yeah. quick <laughs> yes i was i was 65 dollars a month cash so all, all you uh, all you fuckers out there that was all uh talking shit about how you're just trying to put him out of it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah we was, was trying to hurt him here's for the sure. funny part here's because funny this part. it was warranted guys a bunch of guys stayed there a bunch of guys stayed there some of those guys went to loco mex and carrollton we all met it was me no, no. yeah loco mex it, it yeah, was yeah. me i wasn't Kyle, there on that one uh, i wasn't there it was on that me one, yeah. jonathan collins Dusty McGowan, yeah. like all these guys showed up there, and Heather told her fucking story. Ugh. Not me, Heather. Yeah. Heather told her story. Those motherfuckers still went back. Yeah. Ooh. And really? what they said was, what they said was Ryan McPherson, Shannon, uh, all these cocksuckers. Yeah. Um, all they said was, well, you know, um, I have your story and I have your story. No, it's not my story. It's Heather's story now. Yeah, who you just heard. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and so and you're staying there. But not only that, but at that point, had heard Heather's story and a couple other girls' story. Yes, there was yes, another girl that came with us. Right, that came with but us. We're, that we're, the same we're, thing. We're, we are real quick to give him a second chance and give him like, oh, benefit of the doubt, and all. Maybe he should just, you know, everybody, you know, deserves a second chance. But damn, what the, these women are saying right now. Like fuck whatever they're thinking, right? Well, what about what happened to them? Like no, we're, we're we're not we're not worried about that. What they said was, is I told them. Where's your to fucking say integrity? That. But here's the problem: all those guys stayed. Well, it's closer to my house, and we oh, don't the, know if Dave's telling the, the truth. The fucking ones that did it yeah. out of convenience. Yeah, Go it's convenience. fuck yourself, it's convenient. bro. It's convenient. Here's my problem: those men that stayed there later on in their lives, it showed what kind of men they were. Yeah. Because I got some stories on those motherfuckers now. And yeah. if y'all want to come, come. Uh, they've had the opportunity. Ain't nobody coming. No, no, no. I don't want them coming here. But if y'all want to talk some shit, we oh, can you, talk you some mean, shit. Hey, look. We ain't been hard to find for over like nearly 10 years now. You know, so I have my friend, we, we, we ain't hard to find. My, been my, on the same street. My friend Rusty would tell me he would hang out with Uri because he was friends with Uri and friends with me. I had no problem. When Uri was with me, when, uh, when Rusty was with me, I would never talk about Uri. It just thought it would put him in a very uncomfortable place. He was an MMA fighter. He was getting, he was fighting big fights. If he needed Uri's help to win, that's what you think you need to do. He would tell me how Uri would take his gun out, say they were going to drive down and shoot me and kill me, like how they were going to do all this stuff. Um, and Rusty's telling me all this stuff, and I said, "Man, I have the same schedule every single day. Yeah, you you want to come, out. you got to come. Yeah. You know, I can't be worried about what you're going to do. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to put your ass out of business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to guys like Trent, Trent that owns uh, Rising Wa- Waters. Phoenix. Waters. Wa- Waters. Trent. Trent Waters. is one of those guys. Wa- Walters. Waters. Walters. Waters. Yeah. Trent is one of those guys he, that when I was a blue belt, when I was a brown belt, he was a white or blue belt. Trent became the. Thai instructor and the cardio kickboxing instructor when I left. 
So his place in the gym popped up a few rings because mm-hmm. no one was there to tell him he was a piece of shit. He got mm-hmm. his black belt in like three and a half years. A little, uh, I think it was a little, uh, but he got his black belt in three and a half, four years because he so was. So either a way, at something. best, him and a handful of guys got their black belt in under mm-hmm. five years. Under five years, yeah. And it registered to them that, yeah, me and BJ Penn are on the same level right now. <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, here's that my That makes problem. fucking sense. Okay. Without right? competing, like, without competing, guys, without doing anything, all they those, all got promoted. All those guys would shit talk me. Say what? Oh, what a bad guy I am! No coincidence that you got promoted and all this and that right in the yeah. height of all this shit. Yeah. Nobody, that, you took my, that. you took my spot. Yeah. So Trent starts teaching their cardio kickboxing and everything, and uh, he's Uri's man, you're hugging on him, and you're my champion. You're yeah. awesome. Same con all over they again. Bring, Same Uri, con. Golden Uri brings in Devontae Sewell, who's a really good MMA fighter. Like a really good MMA fighter. Well, Devontae wants to make money for his services. Uri gives him the whole cardio kickboxing program. Trent's out. Yeah. <laughs> Trent's out. Yeah. Trent, you, you, you don't have to do shit for me anymore. You have to pay for your membership. Trent gets all up in arms and fucking leaves and starts rising Phoenix. Okay. Well, that yeah, that jumps a little ahead. Yeah, it's jumping ahead, but here's it jumps the pr- a little ahead. A, yeah, I mean, there's a but. gaps there, but the problem is, is that I thought I would be the one to put the nail in that motherfucker's coffin. <laughs> it was actually Trent that put the nail in his coffin because when Trent left, like all of his kids, instructors, and everybody went with him. <laughs> I thought it would be me. I was really like, nervous. Same time hits the table. So like I was, like, oh, I, I, I thought it was gonna be me. Oh. I thought it was gonna be me. I yeah. thought it was- We've had that happen. I thought thought it was going to be me. I thought it was going to be me. It was Trent. Yeah. Thank you, Trent. Shout out, Trent. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rise of Phoenix. Go see him, guys. So, how how long has Integrity been here at this? Uh, In the front here? At this location. Uh, 17, 18? Uh, No, 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 no. On this one, so like three years. Three years. Yeah, three years right here in this building. And it was where before? Down the street. Just right down the street. Right in the corner. Do you know where the the, uh, the heroin addicts all hang out at the end of the street? Across from the dance studio. (laughs) Garner's Collision, and then right across the street is Twin (laughs) Twin Peaks or or Peak. Uh, that's a that's a uh, addiction center. Yeah, straight no, across the the cul-de-sac from yeah, where right Heather's down, Academy. Right is. over here. Right across the street from Heather's. It's over by the guy. Right we down here, those whole cul-de-sac. It's over point. by the guy. Over there. Straight down the street. Yeah. The Got side it. street right beside. Hey, if, if you go right over here, do you know? Do you know right where the, uh, It's a hundred yards long. The detail shops in. Yes, right next to the detail. Oh my God! Now Jeff, you know where the detail Jeff, shop is. Which don't know where the academy. Right Heather's Academy is. Put it this way, Heather. Heather. Heather and me. Doing well, we had that whole place <laughs> locked down. Oh, dude, it was. We, yeah. we had a thing going. Talking about no parking. Y'all think- time out. Producer Mark is about to have a coronary over here. <laughs> it's okay. I acted on a bit. Jeff. <laughs> what? Did, I didn't say anything. I'm following. I'm just sorry. Y'all got a y'all did a private today though, huh? No, 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 no. private day. No, oh, wait, Sal's, Sal's out of town. town. We can't I do private. Sal, Sal, Sal still has know, uh, rib issues. Yeah, well, he's also out of town. Shout out, shout out to Sal's ribs. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Sal. Wanna, yeah, you. how about a crunch? <laughs> how about a crunch? <laughs> do a couple crunches. We're gonna do. You know, uh, we would have thought about your freaking ribs down on the street, man, bro. Oh, you want to talk God, about so before so before training. it got to there. Um. We were in the garage, right? That yeah, Dave was yeah, talking about garage. with the puzzle mats and everything. Yeah. So again, <laughs> when Dave went into it, like it was just to like it was friends for one, just to train to train, and we just wanted to train and compete. We had no road to black belt. Nope. Now, no. mind That's, you, all these other people no. that stuck around, they just got promoted. 
like super early. Dave, you Dave was a brown. I was brown. Brown, brown. brown. I was purple. You were purple. I was purple. And that was it. I was a one. I was a no stripe brown belt. Right. And we had Jonathan no stripe me. We had no uh, no affiliation no, at that time. No affiliation. No connection to anybody. Yeah. It was just guys in a in a garage. Do- choking each other out. Yeah, yeah. Hard, I, I was some hard, awesome. Yeah. Got some awesome pictures. A couple of videos that keep popping up of me and you. you yeah, I love that one. You know, because I won. It made us. It made us. It made us much <laughs> better jujitsu players because it was full killer be killed uh, for for two well, years. And, what and we didn't know was it, it, we were just it was just building a hard room. Is all yeah. was it wasn't really for keeping nobody. We were <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't was, set up for a business. Goal wasn't I, was, I wanted a few months that you weren't up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, we're sixty five bucks a month, buddy. <laughs> I mean, back then sixty five that was unheard of. Yeah, this like was, they were charging a hundred dollars plus back then. Back yeah. then, yeah. So, so what I'm hearing. Is despite all that bullshit, we didn't have a road to black belt. We didn't care if we got it. No, we no. Had no uh, d- d- that's what I'm saying. Everybody's everybody. Like they talk. said, "Oh, I'm about this and I'm about that." Yeah, we were here to not, take his business, so, and we were going to go. We don't have a road to black belt. So look, not only did we not have a road road to black belt, Kyle and I didn't even have a road to brown belt. Yes. Dave's a brown belt. Can't he can't promote, promote us, to, us brown to brown belt. belt. No. So we didn't even. We were we were locking ourselves in at the belt we were at. Without any, you know, didn't even did not care. Talk about stepping out on faith. We Talk did not care. Lord, What's right is right. That's right. That's what it boils down. That has been the and theme. That's having my integrity. point. That's having where integrity. the whole integrity yes. comes yes. from. If because you integrity, down, integrity doesn't care what it looks like. Integrity yeah, doesn't care when it, hey doing what's right when nobody's looking. Yes. That's integrity. And, and we were down the street in a garage. No one knew we existed. Yeah. No one was looking. No one cared about. Didn't us. have a sign. Didn't, didn't have a sign. Didn't have nothing. No. Didn't you just open the garage door in a in a uh, cul-de-sac and that had no traffic on it in Carrollton, Georgia. We just wanted to train jujitsu and get better and, and, and do what was right. I wanted well, we, to be I wanted to give if kids in Carrollton wanted yep. to train safely. Kids and yeah. women. I wanted to give them a place yeah. to train and safely. And women could come train. Women and could come we train. Knew they and were we, gonna be we were, okay. Yes, and, like, and we knew what it took to to make sure they were safe and to, my daughters to, could train. I knew know, they would be okay. Yep. Chad was there. Chad, Chad was, was there, same right. as us. Yeah, Tony we, Reed came yep. back. Like Tony uh, was running Wilson's kickboxing. Came back. The Wilsons. Yeah. So yeah, where's I mean, this piece of shit now? Washington State. Washington, Washington State. State. Good. Yeah. That, he finally as far away from us as he well, finally cheated on his wife enough times. Yeah. To, well, it for rains her to all the time in Washington, <laughs> and yeah. they like to have the highest rate of. Uh, Suicide. Well, sweet. <laughs> from what from what I understand, Good. the same game. I think is I told him that online. Yes, yeah. the same game is being played. But yeah, I, 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 and unfortunately, that is where. Are you sure that's how you spell his name? Yes. Yeah. I, I want. I couldn't find him. Yeah, he may not be on there now. He goes on and off social media. The reality, though, is that I wanted to give people here a safe alternative. Yeah. Oh, the girl, one of the girls that had some problems and left with us. She now is a black belt and owns two schools, yeah, two, two very successful yeah. schools. That's what I wanted. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I didn't want permanent damage to her. I didn't want her to be pushed away from jujitsu and yeah. never do it again. Yeah. She is a black belt, competes high levels, and owns two schools and helps kids every day with her, with her black belt husband. It's got a hundred plus, yes, hundred plus kids yeah. in their program. Yeah. Like amazing. What? Wow. What? What? And and it's not me. It's every person that stepped in that gym. Um, I was the one that 
I was the one that bought the five hundred dollar mats. Yeah, and and it's really as as to, to kind of speak to it, Dave. Yeah, as as we're kind of wrapping up this this section of it, Dave never was you know, as much as as he was portrayed as this all about him. Dave has never been like that. It was all collaborative. Dave's never been the eye guy, the the out in front guy. He he's it's always been collaborative. Let's get in together. Let's work together. You know, you know, us together we can make a smart decision. You know, almost every decision he's ever made with integrity before Kyle owned it. Before, you know, and I don't have any financial stake in integrity. I'm not a part owner of integrity. And I never have been. But he's always asked for advice and Chad Smith you know when Chad was was here, he's always asked all of us. Chad, come back, come back, come back, Chad. Come, come back. back. Come back. Come on, buddy. It's about Jesus. time. It's about time. We know you're listening. You know, yeah. so you know he 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 never just like went out and made decisions and and said, okay, guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this. We're going to move here. Now, it was always, hey guys, what do you think about this? Mm. What do you you know? What do you think we should do here? You know, can we do this? Can we do that? You know, and and it was it really it was and always has been a collaborative, which bring you know exists today i mean it, it exists with our black belt roundtables absolutely that we have. and and it, it's the way that we started integrity from the very beginning and it's the way integrity will always be my it will always be a collaborative effort from a group of of, of friends and now black belts that trust each other and that always have each other's backs yep. you know these men at, at integrity dave kyle cody luis you know th- those those guys those are are guys Chad those are guys that have been with me over these last several years through some of the hardest times in my life you know yeah. losing my brother unexpectedly uh you know dad dealing with cancer 5 years ago dad dealing with cancer now you know some 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 of the hardest times in my life these guys are the guys that have been there for me off the mats you know that through thick and thin that I know, you know, there's been times where, where I've called them in situations where I need real re, needed real back in, where I was facing things like they had faced with, you know, someone sexually uh, sexually exploiting, you know, your family member, and, and I was the one ready to go kill somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I I wanted to go kill that Joker because he had touched, you know, someone I care and love with my whole heart uh, inappropriately, and. These were the guys that were there with me, and because of the lessons they learned through through the way they opened integrity, were able to speak wisdom into my life and and, and help me and say, "Hey, we can absolutely do that, <laughs> but let's think about what happens if we do." Yeah, and, and you know, I I'm a firm believer in big picture God thing. Okay, I I, I am a wholehearted believer, and I I do believe things happen for a reason, and sometimes you'll never know the reason. I, I'm also a big believer in that. Sometimes you'll never know the reason. But, you know, if nothing else, the lessons that these guys learned as they came out of DEFCON and, and they learned through their, their pain and their agony of dealing with, with sexual assault, uh, uh, you know, with, with Uriah, with their close, with Dave's, Dave's fiance and then wife and these other women, the lessons that they learned dealing with that, they were able to help me through, through a point in my life where I would have made something. Look, I, I was there. I was in my car, mm-hmm. headed oh, I, I down remember, the road I remember, yeah. I, to Kyle, go kill that joke. I was to, in Kyle my car. Kyle had to talk me out. Of <laughs> and 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 made pick up the phone 
and, and had it not been for these guys, I probably would have made that mistake. I probably would have done something stupid. That's how those things happen when you hear them on the news, man. That's and how they it happen. It was a spur of the moment thing. And yeah. instead, instead, I made a left hand turn at Bowden Junction and drove to his hat, drove to Kyle's house, yeah. and, and and stood outside his house and and had a conversation with him and talked through some things, and was able to he was able to speak wisdom into my life, truly be a brother to me, and and that's. At at a, at its core, that's what we always want integrity to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. We want it to be that. Don't come to Charlotte Lane because I'll probably get in the car with you and be like, "Let's go." <laughs> yeah, but, that's because right. you're a blue belt. You're yeah, a white yeah, belt and a blue belt. That, you'll you'll get married, like, Jeff. All right. <laughs> now, we all we all talk about this. You know, the reality is, Jeff. Um, we are only hurting our family if we take that route. One one hundred percent. So, uh, what I in agree. my mind, I talk to these guys. Um, and it was it we we Mike uh, Mark Kyle and I have all talked to each other off the ledge several times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, these guys but are just these guys are here. If yeah. you love your family as much as we say we do, the only way we can prove it to them is to be there with them. That being said, if Heather would have given me the Dave, I need you to go do this. Yeah, just like what Kyle said, yeah. mm-hmm. it would have been same done. for Carrie. Yeah. It would have been done. Same for stuff. It would have well, been done. Well, and and I'll say this about you, Dave. One of the things, like when I first met you, like you were a little intimidating. Like when the first time I met Dave's you, very intimidating. Yeah. Dave, I was Dave. like to I new people, not to guys that can <laughs> attack. No, no, that's <laughs> why we all tell them. We're like, you just got to get in. I mean, my first, I was like, I told Amanda, I was like, it's a Dave factor. I was like, I don't think this guy. Yeah, Dave factor. I remember telling Amanda, I was like, I got resting. Bitch face for Yes, because I told Amanda. Dick face. <laughs> I think I told Amanda several times. I'm like, I don't, I don't think this guy likes me too much. <laughs> you, know? well, you have to understand, I'm a little old school because of my age. So, but if, you, if you're not to blue belt, I don't but, think you're going to be there. Like, buddy, I don't care. <laughs> not let me belt, say, uh, let me say this about you. You, what I've learned about you is you are extremely loyal. You are, and you, and you truly care with your heart. Like you give it all. Like you put your time and your effort into this gym every day. You show up when you don't have to. You got a successful career. You don't have to come do this. Um, and, I and love it. I, I, I know love you do. It. Yeah. It's but like, not only it, do you love it, but you love like I tell you when I saw it. I love I, this. I, let me, let me yeah. tell you when I saw when I saw what you, when I saw that you love what you do was the day that I showed up at Ground and Pound and. Uh, what's the little dude? Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Leo had a, a Muay Thai fight. Yeah. And Dave was there. And Dave yeah. was over there wrapping his hands. Yeah. And, 15, 16 year old Leo. And, yeah. and Dave was talking to him and, and like prepping him. Yeah. And I saw it. And I said, this guy, Look, bro, there, this guy loves what he's doing. There is not a better MMA Muay Thai corner guy no. than this guy right here. No. And no. there's he, not, he, not he, a better, yeah. better fight. Yeah. Prep, and and, and even Amanda said 100 percent And even Amanda has said, she said, he really cares about the yes. people he's coaching. Yep. Like you can it's, see that. The reality is, is everybody when they get into this think this is a, this is a game. Jiu-jitsu can really hurt you. Yeah. Uh, oh, MMA yeah. can kill you. Jiu-jitsu can kill you. There's been multiple broken necks and everything like that. If you don't care about these kids and get them prepared properly, they are going to get hurt. And yeah. I'm the one that's responsible. Yeah, sure. If yeah. they're a champion, they've done everything we've asked of them. Yeah. They're a champion because they've done everything you've asked and more. Worked their butts off. You know, Sam. Sam has been around us since he was a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, I would cut my leg off if Sam lost his leg. I'm 50 years old. I don't need it anymore. To get that kid 
one more great match, one more highlight reel, whatever it may be. But we take each other's and we take anybody's kids and we make them our family. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the reality is, is that we've never looked at a kid or a woman or a person as a dollar sign. No. Or a conquest. Yeah. To, to Dave and and by and then extension Kyle's financial detriment at times. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, yes. Th- these guys, you know, if if it was about money for them, you know, we our gym would look very different than what it looks today. Yeah, this is not you know, about money. It's not about money. If it's you put money. as much time yeah. into any other industry, whether it was yeah. real estate, yeah. insurance, whatever. You'd make a lot more money. Well, I don't think that... Uh, this is not about money. This I don't is, think... Is, you love it. Now, here's the funny thing. When I sold the gym to Kyle, I, do you understand? I The only people I talked to about that was Kyle and Jonathan Collins and <laughs> yeah. maybe Mark a little yep. bit. Like, yep. like yep. When, I, when, I first, when I first opened this gym, I said, at some point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to crap out. I'm just going to age out. Kyle's the guy. And Jonathan Collins like I 100% agree with you. And Jonathan's like the like I'm older than Jonathan, but he's like the dad. He's like, oh, okay, son, yeah, I think you're making a really good decision. You know, I want his approval on every decision. Uh, yeah. I gotta meet this guy. He's, 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 he's amazing. So Jonathan was like, yeah, I think you're 100%. You know, it just depends on where Kyle's work life is and everything. But you got to offer it to Kyle first, 100%. If you don't, I'll be angry. So, so and, and that's something we're, we're, we we want to get into. We want to spend yeah. some more time on. So what we're going to do now is is we're going to go ahead and and cut this part one. Um, so we can get it out to you guys, uh, and then we're going to go you know, on, on part two. We're going to pick up in that that garage space of truly where integrity, you know, became integrity. And there, there's a lot of funny, a lot of a lot of great things, man. We're, <laughs> so we're through the heaviness now. <laughs> I trust me. Part two, um, you know, as as when it's released and as it comes out, it is going to be hilarious. There are so many great memories we have and, and cool stories that we're going to tell. We don't want to rush through that, so we're going to cut this at part one. Thank you guys so much for for listening and tuning Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And if if I could put a bow on it, yeah, real quick, yeah, man, on do it. it. Um, you know, I'll let you close it out. But no, do it. Um, you know, to all to all those women and young girls and everything and Heather that. You know, I don't know that we'll that we ever did enough. I don't know that we ever will. And part of me is um regrets a lot of like some of the ways that we handled it. Um I don't regret that you know, we went down the roads that we went and you know, because ultimately it came to where we're at now, you know. Um but there's nothing that that could ever, you know, we could ever take back. A lot of it we should have seen. A lot of it we really should have seen early. Yep. And I wish we could have gone ahead of a lot of it. Especially to to women like Heather who would definitely have her black belt now. And I strongly, strongly advise, like, please, please come back to jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Please come back to training. I, I, I hope she does. But in the reality... Heather's the true warrior here, mm-hmm. and people and the women and, and the women and like women, her, yeah. and the women yeah. like her. Yeah. I am I am a fighter, that doesn't make me a warrior. Um, she is a warrior. Um, she is kicking ass in everything that she does, in spite of, and I have no idea what that feels like. What yeah. that what is yeah. like. And no, no, we know no, what no, it feels like to be men yeah. getting choked out by a black belt. Yeah. Now imagine you're a woman, and you're being assaulted. You know, I, I, 
I don't know, but she she is the true warrior in this whole scenario. Um, I pray she comes back to jujitsu. I think jujitsu would be better with her. Yeah. I think the gym will be better with her. I think the women around her will be better with her, and I think there'll be some joy in it for her once she, once she realizes she has an impact just like Dan's. She definitely has an impact, and there we still deal with women that have had past traumas that are trying to navigate their way through yeah. jiu-jitsu and through grappling, and they, there has been, you know, we'll get into them on part two on yeah. some of the ones that, that did go through and made it to even Blue Belt, you know, yeah. even though they had, you know, stuff that was, you know, in their own personal lives and trauma and stuff like that. But those women, and those women, I'll never forget y'all. She can have a perspective that none of them yeah. would have. Well, and, and you look at This is supposed to be the safe place. Yeah. And, and I know we're right. going to, I don't want to get into to the next. No, I just, I want, I'll I don't. Just, I'll just stop. I just want to make sure that, uh, that we at least kind of highlight that, that, um, we were trying to do the best that we can, and we will continue to yeah. keep doing the best that we can. I, I also, the ladies out there, if something happens, yeah. I've spoken to the police officers. I called Villarica when it happened. I called Villarica multiple times. Speak up. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult, but we, ha- I know you're afraid. I know you're scared. I know you don't want to relive it, but check these motherfuckers. Yeah. Check them. Yeah. Because it, we're, 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 our society is changing now, and you will be believed. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And if if you if you if you're not sure about support, you know this is this is the call out to, to anybody. You you got support. We we give you our word. You know, as, as as men, as black belts, as whatever on on whatever you you want it. We give you our word. We will be there to support you. We will help you any way that we can. We will put you in contact with the right people. We will do everything we can to help and support you through that process and whatever it looks like for you. Please, you know, if you are a victim of sexual abuse, say something. These these predators and people that do these things deserve to be punished. They cannot just be let go. And and I, I I'm I don't I've I've never been sexually assaulted myself. So I can't directly speak to it, but I I know it's terrible. And I know it's hard and I know it's something for you that that you don't know that you can make it through. Know that you have support. There are people that will be there with you and for you and and if we don't know the answer, if we can't figure it out, we will find the person that will. We will help any way that we can. Do not let these predators continue to do things because i guarantee you are not the first one and you will not be the last one if it happens to you they've done it to someone else before you Agreed. and they will do it to someone else after you protect if it's if not if not for yourself protect that woman in a year that, that hasn't been messed with yet right. protect that young girl that he hasn't met yet that homeschool kid that's looking for a little affection that 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 young girl that has daddy issues that just needs a a, a figure in their life protect those girls and, and it, you can do it i know you're strong enough and we're here to help you in any way that we can yeah absolutely 100 percent. absolutely yeah we'll put a bow on that one part two come back up. come back for part two guys some great hilarious stories yes and we, we i can't wait to to finish uh integrity's origin story thank you guys so much for listening to us and and, and we're out Okay, folks, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in to Cam and the Rev, and then there's Jeff. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
and hit that share button. And until next time, take care.